Hello, everybody, and welcome to Rise of Drekus Chapter 3, Echoes of the Ancients. How are we doing today, my favorite players in the whole wide world? Cool. Uh-oh. There's a small probability that the VODs up until this point will be muted and all of our character introductions are lost to the sands of time, and it's Oof. only the people who showed Ooh. up live who got them, uh, and there's nothing we can do about that now. So. Well, uh, sucks to suck, I guess. Just be here live, I guess. I don't know. Yep. Just be yep. better. It's fine. Just I'm sure someone in the better. chat is taking studious records and can instead put it on the wiki. Absolutely. Genius. If the, the players are muted for you this whole time, you can just go to uh, ArcadiaWiki.com and mm. it'll take you the rest of the way. Right? That's the address? That's one yeah, of the If addresses. you want to fix the VOD after the campaign, I we can probably redo the starting area. We'll just do it later. It's fine. Mm. All right. Never been done before. Yeah, but just remember the, the main point I mean, right? Mm -hmm. mm, yes. Completely mm -hmm. innocent. Completely innocent. Completely. Excellent. So we're parties here to take a look at this ancient, long-lost land known as Bravo. And, mm. um... Where's the... Here. Right, you've got three major objectives as these sorts of scouts. The first major objective is to learn information about Bravo, like learn about the local alliances, any powerful individuals that the kingdom should be aware of, the empire should be aware of, like what sort of monsters live here, what sort of environmental dangers there might be. Also, like where are all of the major towns and cities? Like just gather the information about the land. Um, the second major objective is to map the island in as much detail as possible. And for that, we have brought along with us a cartographer. Uh, that is Daniel. Yeah, that's Daniel. Um, and to do that, you're, you're going to have to visit as many, preferably all, of the major towns and cities in Bravo. Uh, and the last topic, last major objective, is to locate any locals identify them who might be able to aid the invasion. Uh, those who like could join you right away. Those who might be able to supply you, because even if they're not going to fight for you, like if you find someone who's willing to supply you with things, that's super freaking useful. Uh, and also those who might be able to undermine the established order in Bravo before anyone else arrives or while you're here, you know? Keep an eye out for those people who can um help the Empire when the Empire comes to reunite Arcadia East and Arcadia West. Now, one more problem. They don't speak the same language. It's been 1,500 years. Languages change. And so you have a year to do this mission, um, but you're going to have to show up not knowing the language, which is pretty suspicious. You're going to have to learn the language and figure out the island and do all of this stuff. So we're going to actually start the campaign six months into that one-year period when the party has arrived, taken the time to learn the local language, and taken the time to establish your cover. Uh, we can hand-wave the language, but the cover for the party, that's an interesting... Like, you just show up one day. You're magicked onto a beach by this, you know, fifth-level wizard guy or whatever level he is. 16th and, uh, level. Some level. You know, he's a powerful mage. Powerful mage. <clears throat> um, he brings you to this town, drops you off, 
and then like teleports away right away. And the four of you show up, dressed like foreigners, speaking like foreigners. Um, and there's just a bunch of like halflings who are looking around, being like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Uh, and so now we're gonna ask, "What? What is? How do you explain to people that you are from an island that nobody can get to? Like, what's the story?" And you've got you got time to come up with the story. You've got time before you leave. You got time after you arrive when no one can speak with you that you can learn that you can establish your story. Um, the classic, so Neil. Figured out, yeah. What you got? <laughs> Shipwreck. Yeah, that's where I was going. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Every single no other time. Way to say it. I mean, but a bunch of halflings just saw you arrive out of thin air with a wizard. They saw yeah, us. Actually, crazy shit. Did they? Crazy. Yeah. Wait, how many halflings saw us? How, yeah, how many? Mm. Right now, six. Okay. All right, I cast forget I twice. We... It's what I have prepped. They completely forget that they saw us come with the wizard. Mm. We're just there. At one point, shows the spell. You can you oh, actually yeah. cast it on three people? One I can cast creatures. it on like yeah, one to four creatures. One two four, not one d four. Mm-hmm. In a twenty foot cube. So assuming they they're all close throw. enough together, yeah, they get to save. Uh, two of them get a uh, minus one, and uh, the rest of them are just normal. That's why we started you know off with two forget spells. Oh, well, we probably see it. Uh, yeah, cool. Well, there goes the cover. That was going to be a good half hour of content, maybe an hour right there. <laughs> uh, yep, the halflings forget about? how you arrived. And I suppose you can walk into the town of Bastion, dry as a bone, and uh, no one knows who you are or where you came from. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Go ahead. Do you know any right. ancient Bravo words? None. You probably know a few, but you will immediately find that the language has changed so much that they're, you know, mm. incompatible. Not the same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, we're going to start off in the cozy little town that eventually you learn its name is Bastion. It's on the northwestern tip of Bravo, excellently named island. And what you've discovered while you're here. Okay, Neil. It's a great name. Hey, Connor, it's a great name. <laughs> you read Game of Thrones one time. <laughs> That's Bravos. Thank you very much. There's an end on, uh, uh, S on the end of that. Uh, but I, I bet that's how he came up with that name, too. Like, Bravo, fine. Put an S. Let's mask it a smidge. Easy. Uh, this is a mountainous island, and it's filled with jungle. Two types of jungle. You've got, like, regular, everyday, rowing rainforest style hardwood jungle and you've got Cardi just kind of sucks to be in yeah, yeah. Mm. they're both pretty nasty um, you've been living in Bastion learning the language getting established kind of feeling into the roots not venturing out yet while you learn to speak and kind of ask the locals about what's going on and um, it's rainy it's often very rainy in fact it rains almost every day sort of like perpetual monsoon season style thing going on here so everything's wet everything's in a constant state of decay uh, and having to be rebuilt and this this little town that you find yourselves in called bastion is a, a pleasant little halfling village protected by the dwarf mountains on one side the ocean on the other with a little narrow entrance that leads into the jungle and which from time to time 
there are orcish raiders who charge into the town and the halflings have learned to deal with this by having like layers of like farmland with like little huts and they fill these little huts with things so when the orcs come they'll break into the huts and steal the things and run back out into the jungle and so the halflings just sort of essentially pay the orcish like a dragon tribute yeah but they act like they're having to run and hide and that the orcs are like you know chasing them and fleeing and they might like throw some slings or some arrows or you know they put up a token resistance and then just run away and then the orcs come and steal some stuff and the halflings go and rebuild the building that they use to put in that they they put their sacrificial offerings in and uh, that's how, how they exist here once uh, every other week or so maybe once a week maybe how much are they giving up weeks. it's not insubstantial but it costs zero lives to do this you're essentially just feeding the local orcish population. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> well, um, the orcs will attack in bands of here. Uh, you'll usually get about like six orcs um, at the minimum. But sometimes it's also like 10 orcs, including a spellcaster and a chief. Mm. Who is uh who in the party is like writing all of the information down? Who has like our book that we're keeping the stuff That's in? Daniel. <clears throat> yep, that's Daniel. And Daniel. To protect it from uh, the humidity, it's actually a wizard book. Oh, nice. Oh, oh actually oh, treated paper. To it's yeah. the one you saw when Emmerich was teleporting us, right? <laughs> you just grabbed it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, it was from a dead wizard for. A it's from a dead wizard, right? But oh, okay. there's only one spell in it, and it will spark a cantrip. That only just one salvage. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I can write stuff down. So I'm talking about like this place is uh, raided weekly by orcs. Yeah, orcs and, the and halflings involved. live here. Mm. So what kind of food do the halflings make here? Do they just like normal food? Like they just throw some corn out there for them, or they like leave them little jam things too? Or like, how well are these orcs fed? Uh, the orcs fed pretty well. The, the halflings will leave this all sorts of things that they'll make. So they'll even leave like nice meats. They'll leave jams in jars. They'll leave honey because they want the orcs to like feel successful and never have a reason to actually come into the main town and kill people. And so they make a good sacrificial offering to these orcs. You know, they'll they'll leave okay. out rashers of bacon. They'll leave out um, cakes sometimes, sweetbreads, booze. They like to leave booze because the orcs will definitely take that and it's heavy then they'll run away again yeah. right right that makes sense that makes mm-hmm. sense these halflings are food enjoyers for sure then they mm-hmm. are um, and one of the enjoyers. things that you've learned is that bastion is a unique town in bravo it's the only place that's like nice and flat with good soil that you can properly farm in it's the only place that has like real arable farmable tracts of land everywhere else is like rocky soil. It's very jungly. There's a lot of hunting and huh. gathering going on. There's some farming, but it always has to be like, we've got this small area. And so we have a dryad or a nymph or like a cleric or a shaman or a druid who like makes the plants grow five times as fast. So we can actually like, you know, use this area to harvest lots of things. Um, but this is, this is the only relatively familiar and normal town you're going to find in the whole continent. 
Are orcs okay. in your world, Koibu, like second edition, they're not evil, right? These are just humanoids that you can talk to and... Culturally. <laughs> you know, they're humanoids. You can talk to them. There are half-orcs that can enter and mingle in society. But, like... They're not they're they're not de jour evil, but they're like de facto evil. Like back in back in Drekus, there are orcs who live in the forests of Drekus, actually just outside the capital on the other side of the river. Um, and they're fucking assholes, and they're constantly attacking humans and killing them and trying to raid. And they're a raiding society. That's how they do things. That's they good don't, for us. They don't like to settle. Mm. Yeah, they, yeah, these orcs have been I, here even in ancient times in this territory. <clears throat> I will look over to the party leader, which Ooh. is... Gotta be me, I guess. Mm. What's going Hank? on? Hank, I think we should use the orcs. They could be a powerful ally in uh, our, you know, invasion in the future. I whisper. <laughs> well, well, you know, uh, maybe they could be. Maybe they couldn't be. It just depends. You know, it just, you know, it depends if they want to talk. And right now they're really well fed. They got really no reason to do anything for us. We might need to upset that eventually, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. It's good to know, though, you know, if they're just upset with everybody all the time, you know, that's a, I mean, look where we came from. Scoria was upset with everybody all the time and she just killed everything. So, you know, as long as you can kill the person who's upset with everyone, you're, you're doing pretty good. But, you know, these halflings, they make us such good food, though. And like, I'm a big food enjoyer. You know, you go to the tavern, they've got good alcohol, they've got good food. Like, I don't really want to mess with these people. I don't think we should tell them about them. Well, we're not going to have a problem with the halflings. I think that uh, we won't even have a problem with the orcs, but it might be useful to convince the orcs that there's a better area that they could live in. And that these people, I don't know who we're going to run into, but they control that area. They need to be taken out so that they can have prosperity. Maybe we could tell them that there's a city of gold. Over there. <clears throat> Just something to think about. She smiles oh, cutely. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Sure. We'll see what they're thinking. You know, we'll see. That's a good <laughs> smile. Okay. Well, we'll see how that goes. You know, we'll see. Well, let's talk about the things that you've already learned about this area since we've arrived. And I'm going to have um, everybody make me some check. You can tell me the sorts of things that you've been interested in learning about the local area, and then we'll make a check based off of that, and then I'll give you a relevant amount of information based on all of that information. And then <coughs> we'll go in the same order. So let's start with Woodsy Bill, also it's known Bill. as William, not to be confused with Will, who is playing Hank. My name's William, too. I mean, I, that yes. can be my name. Yes. It can be. Mm. Is it also Billiam? Uh, you know, depends. Depends on the person. Okay. You know, Bill is my father, though, so it's not that one. Mm. Fair enough. Perfect. Perfect. Fair enough. Uh, well, 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 Woodsy Bill. First things first, got to know about the local game. Uh, what what's good to hunt? What's good hunting? What's bad hunting? What tastes good? What tastes bad? What's going to kill you? What might kill you? What won't kill you? You know. That sort mm -hmm. of stuff. Um, Excellent. Yeah. Gonna I'm find out my... I'm definitely gonna find out on my own a little bit too, the hard way sometimes. Yeah. So... That makes sense. Like, probably 
most of that to start with, and then as we learn the language more, follow it up with asking questions. Especially like, a, oh man, shucks, it would have been nice to know that three months ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, do you have a, a survivalist proficiency? Oh yeah, I do. I've got a survival proficiency. Excellent. Would you roll me a survival proficiency check, please? Sure. Oh, that's a Huge. perfect pass. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Just good enough. <laughs> you know, it's a government job. We're uh, doing good enough for government work. Mm-hmm. Ooh, is that good enough? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It definitely is. So, yes, it is. Yep. What you've learned about the, the local jungle in terms of what you can and can't eat is that there's a lot of edible things in the jungle. There's a lot of plants. There's a lot of fruits. Uh, but some of the things in the jungle eat back. Uh, there are Natural. carnivorous plants in this jungle like you've never seen before. You've heard of such things. Um, but back home, it's just fucking woods, you know? I mean, maybe in some areas there's some just fucking something annoying. But here you've come across in your little forays outside of town uh, Venus fly traps that could eat a whole person. You've come across like pitcher plants that have sweet water in them that are not like human size, but maybe like halfling size. And if a halfling were to crawl in it to get to this like really sweet, delicious smelling fluids, they could fall in and die. Uh, now the halflings will like poke holes in the bottom and drain the fluid and drink it. But other creatures that don't have tools uh, you have found in these pitcher plants, you know, just dying in that sweet, but still somewhat digestible fluid. Uh, there's hangman trees will drop. They've got these like uh, vines that sort of loop down. And if you get too close to them, sometimes the vines will just like drop over your head and then tighten and pull you up by the noose. And then when you eventually die, your corpse just rots and feeds them uh, through the soil. So uh, the plants bite back. Some of them. That's always good. Some of them look like fruits, but then when you go to touch them, you know, something folds out from behind and then snaps around. So you, you just gotta be real careful about the plants here. They're, uh... On the other hand... It sounds you, like you need a fruit pick and pull. Yeah. But if you can... Mango collectors. ...safely avoid these things, you could easily feed yourself and a bunch of people with you on a long walk. Not a problem. Like, you won't... You won't need rations if you can successfully navigate the jungle. Um, plenty of food. Yeah. Uh, next person is Sunny. Sunny, what have you tried to learn? Someone's dogs are... Uh, sweet Sunny will try and learn about the local... Like, Lord, who runs this town? Um, and she's going to do that through her etiquette and acting like she's someone who you want to know. Um, she's going to use one of her acting non-weapon proficiencies mm -hmm. to act of uh, maybe nobility from somewhere else in mm. Bravo. Well, they know that you're... Because you've been living... You showed up on the beach by shipwreck, and you took a while to Got learn it. the language. So no one's, no one in this town is going to be fooled. And even as you travel, acting as the nobility land, of somewhere else. Perfect. That's fine. 
Um, but I do want to say, as you travel across land, you are going to have an accent, and everyone everyone you run into who can speak the tongue is going to recognize that you're not from here. You're from far away. And that's away. good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you're you're acting like you're a noble from somewhere else. That's is that yeah. going to be like part of your story and your cover the whole way through? Or are you going to like? I think so. Um, yeah. I was shipwrecked and I'm here, lost. I'm a little lady who can barely use a sword. Um, it was my father's who died on the shipwreck. Yeah. And I'll be from like what I would know this. What's like a place? That maybe Bravo trades with, or maybe oh, not. Bravo has been isolated. Completely. Okay, yeah. so Bravo. So nobody cares if I'm from Solemn, then, yeah. You could say Solemn. You could say Arcadia. Cool. You could make up a place that doesn't exist, and they would have no way of knowing. You can tell any lie about the outside world. Place. I'm from Solemn. I'm the princess of Solemn. Oh wow! <laughs> Solemn has a princess. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. Fantastic. Uh, and you want to learn about the the local town. The local right. town, and then if they can tell me anything about maybe towns nearby and who their leadership is. Hmm. All right. So give me an etiquette check. Ah. Well, <laughs> close. It's close. You're going to get information, but it's going to be less information. You could definitely learn about how Bastion is run. Um, it is a strange form of leadership where each family sends one person into the local council um, and they exchange ideas. And then from like each block, a person gets sent up to the next highest council. And so you have like multiple small councils that just have their own people who show up and they send people up. And it's sort of a um, self-governed little town that doesn't have an explicit lord or leader. Like they did once upon a time there's been some recent developments in their past that they don't really want to talk about something about like other people coming in and taking over and like leadership had to change and some heads rolled. They're kind of like the halflings are pleasant people. They don't want to talk about nasty things, but they're happy the to tell you nasty stuff. Yeah. But they're happy to tell you that like <clears throat> we run things by group consensus wherever possible. Um, and you know, life is pretty good. As long as we keep the orcs at bay and all the other monsters of the jungle at bay, we don't really need too much government. Can I give them a storytelling check of uh, my story of where I'm from and how I'm the princess of Solemn and I'm very I'm a very powerful woman and people are looking for me? Yeah. Okay, there you go. You know, that's a <laughs> great story, but they don't really understand the concept of princess. This, this notion of it's nobility doesn't make sense to them. Like, what do you mean some people are just superior I'm more to others? Than others? What do you mean? You don't understand that? Well, like they did something important? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, like just... I am more important. Yeah. yeah I try it, to explain it, it falls flat. It just like goes right over their head. Sure. Princess. That's a thing. Cool. Moving on with their life. So your name's Princess? <laughs> uh, Hank. What are you trying to learn about Bastion while you're here? Well, you know, what we're going to try to learn about is I want to know who their heroes of the, the halflings are. Like, who are the people that they, like, look up to and, like, talk about, you know? Like, who are the people, like, when you're telling them the bedtime stories, who are the bedtime stories about, you know, the good and the bad and all mm. the good stuff? You know, what's, what's their kind of, like, history there? And, like, who do they look up to and look down upon and, you know, some good ideals? I kind of look into their food production. I mean, obviously, if they're making enough food to feed the orcs and themselves, these there's some good farmers here. 
some mm-hmm. real good farmers here. How much food can these little halflings actually put out? Because that's, you know, some good information right there. Yeah. Um, do they actually trade with anybody at all? Does anyone ever come through? Or are they just, like, totally on their own forever? Does every once in a while, like, a dwarf wander through? Or do some elves, like, sail around close to the coast because they don't want to get killed by the giant sea monster that wrecked our ship? You know? Mm-hmm. I just want to know what, how that's working out. Um, well, um, what's your if they ever go check? in the jungle? Yeah. Um, Let's what see. check are you going to make for this? Uh, for the first part, I was thinking storytelling, you know, for at least for the folk heroes part. And then mm. for the uh, food production, I had a cooking one. And then we also have a praising. I don't know how that would work in there, but. Well, let's, let's start with <laughs> the, um, the storytelling one. Make me a storytelling check as you try and learn their Ooh. stories. They only have one. <laughs> Real bad. Uh, they, they only have one hero that they tell you about. His name is Taro the Terrific. And um, Taro the Terrific is the halfling who learned how to take taro roots, a harvestable root vegetable, and turn it into booze. And uh, they love Taro the Terrific. They think he's great. Um, that That's their local hero. You also wanted to learn about That's their it. agricultural <clears throat> okay. production, so give me another yeah. check. Cooking? Cooking, sure. Right, so you, you make friends with a halfling. You you cook well. They want to learn about your foreign dishes. You learn about their foreign dishes. And in the process, you get to talking about um, what they make and who they sell these things to, because they, they do trade here. And it turns out that um, there are some people who will travel here to Bastion from far away to pick up goods, but you can't. There's no wagons. You know the jungle's hard to travel through. So if you're gonna pick up things, you can only carry what you can carry on your back. Um, and so the goods that are really taken from Bastion are uh, highly distilled liquors. Um, because you can't, they don't make those elsewhere. They make jungle juice elsewhere, like literal jungle juice, just like some fermented fruit and shit. But here, Taro the Terrific uh, has this recipe to distill down these taro roots into like really potent booze. And um, that's one of their most traded commodities. Now, they'll mention that there's a nearby town called Ayu. It's like this town built on an island uh, kind of a rocky island, and they've got some small canoes, and they'll use these canoes to come to Bastion sometimes, but it's a, an arduous journey, and they might fill up with some more standard, like, root vegetables, some corn, um, uh, winter, and, not winter, they don't have winter here, just summer squashes and that sort of stuff. <laughs> you also learn that seasons aren't really a thing here, you know? It's just kind of okay. warm and rainy all the time. It's one of these weird... Like, at your latitude, you should experience some level of seasoning, but it's forever <clears throat> monsoon season. So, so they make good amounts of... Hold on, let me recap here. We got liquor that they can make. Yep. From taro root. Yep. Which I'm sure is not on your desk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've got summer squash. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. How much Corn. would you say, like corn okay how, how much would you say like percentage wise that they consume versus how much they give to the orcs versus how much do you think they could actually make is that is that can we gauge yeah. that out like as we're walking through the fields like i'll go out there and like sing some songs with them during the day and just like 
shoot the shit with the halflings, cook them lunch, you know, as they're working out there, and just try to, like, meander my way through to learn the language and, like, what they call things. Well, Can we, they... like, kind of gauge their farmable area? Yeah, they definitely produce more than they consume and more than the orcs consume. Like, at the... Food is often going bad here, and they just use it as fertilizer for new food or as fishing bait. They're terrible fishermen, but they enjoy the process. Uh, and so they'll put, mm -hmm. like, a bit of uncooked taro root on a line and throw it in the water, and, like, no one ever bites for it. But the halflings love taro, so surely the fish must love it too, and we're just bad at fishing, you know? Right. Uh, right. Okay. So they, yes. they actually produce an overabundance of food. The, the little halflings can work the ground surprisingly well. They've got extra big hands, extra big feet. They've got pretty good endurance. Um, and then on top of that, like... They're, They're close small. to the ground. <laughs> no, I was going to say they don't weigh very much. <laughs> and so they don't eat very much. They like eat a half okay. as much or a quarter as much as a human might. Uh, probably half as much. They, they actually overeat for their size. Um, so mm. if they produce the same amount of food as a human, but they only eat half as much, then they're like producing twice as much food at the end of the day as a hu normal human would. Per person. Yeah. Okay, and they're almost okay. entirely farmers. Sense. So, uh, yeah, that's that. Sorry. We're and then who did they trade with, did you say? Sorry. The town of Ayu. A-Y-U. Ayu. Okay. Uh, and next up is Daniel. What yeah. are you trying to learn about? Um, I feel like from the people directly, I uh, try recreating my old board game, the way the world was all the storms came in the mountains rose like mm. we, it, mind you my board game isn't like a perfect historical map it's like x map mm -hmm. where you of the uh continent right mm -hmm. so like and i try to use my gaming proficiency to make the game enjoyable not like trying to win or lose but make the game seem more fun than it actually is <laughs> it's, it's a two-player game well three players if you have the uh arcadia or expansion but ah, okay. the expansion that didn't sell very well no 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 yeah the, the core game of the two empires fighting with one another for the territory worked better than uh, some foreigners coming in trying to take it for themselves got it was it that the third player made the game not fun or was it like a great game but it didn't sell well for you know other reasons like it wasn't marketed there was a war going on like <laughs> What's the, oh, what's it's the ability who are playing the game, so, I mean, they, they don't care about that stuff. But, no, it was mainly wasn't fun and you needed three people to use it. Instead mm. <laughs> so of being a two-play game. Yeah, adding a third person three. to a chess game just kind of ruins it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so give me a, a gaming check. Right. Oh. Well. They will piece together a rough map. Um, mm, mm. So we're going to talk about this for a moment, because you can't really play Dungeons & Dragons without a map. And mm. part of our story here is making a map. Um, but in order to actually make the map and travel around, we're going to need a map to travel around. So mm. this is the ultra-rough map that you have. It's not to scale. Um, and you will be making a, a better version of this map as you go around. Mm. And you can find that your party is currently over here in Bastion. And they've mentioned some cities. There's these people, this town called Yaka, sort of in the middle of everything. 
and Yaka's been on the rise. It's a, a growing empire that has sort of loosely affiliated these, these independent towns together under the rule of this, this group of people. Halflings don't know much about them and don't really care about them, but they come through every now and then parade around like they're in charge of everything. Halflings give them food and say, yes, sir, of course, sir, whatever you want, sir, and then they just go about their business, um, paying nothing but lip service to the people there. Um, and these people here have spoken enough that the halflings can kind of get a, well, you know, there's Ayu, we know about Ayu. Oh, there's this town built on the cliffs over here called Riki, somewhere on the eastern, western coast, sure, whatever. Oh, the southern coast near a river has a town of Yuma, la la la. Oh yeah, Solving, that's that elven place. Occasionally elves will come on by um, with boats, and they've heard of Solving before, where the elves trade with other people on the edge of their territory. And then there's another town way over here in the swamp. Um, and so you've got a, a rough idea of the shape of everything. Hmm. Yeah, so I'll, I'll get uh, my board table, at, not board game table. This is just a, because uh, I walk around with this table on my back, surveying purposes with mm -hmm. a, a plumb bob to level it. Mm -hmm. Then I'm using the plane in sight. I uh, triangulate using the mountains because mm -hmm. there's some visible mountains that I can always okay. shoot to. And uh, I just get to work uh, doing a more detailed map. That's great. That's great. So you've been making your map, and then you've got the local area pretty well done, but you're going to definitely have to travel mm. to um, sort out everything else. Great. Well, this has been a nice little introduction. We're going to take our break. When we come back, we're going to talk about amount of wealth you have, how you have wealth, and uh, any other questions we might have before we start off on our lovely, peaceful, gentle adventure through the jungle. Catch you on the other side. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. So, money. Money is a thing. I They've love got money. coins here. Um, they don't do money. any mining. There's no real blacksmithing here either in Bastion. In fact, they don't do, there's no tool making. Um, all their stuff is, well, I should, that's, all their tool making is using wood and bone and stone. It's almost entirely a Neolithic society. They do have metal coinage, but they all have dwarven faces on them. And they do have some metal tools, but they're all like extremely well-made dwarven tools. I'll mention that there's nearby dwarves. Occasionally, yeah, there's some trading done with them. It's very rare. All right, where, where's the nearest Dwarven trading post? Well, this is called map. Dwarf Mountain right here, but there's no dwarves in Dwarf Mountain. Oh. Yep. Oh, you know, the dwarves, they just come out of the jungle sometimes, <coughs> and they say they live in a nearby mountain. La la la. Mm-hmm. Yep. Why, are, why oh. are there no dwarves inside the mountain? I don't know. <coughs> we, we call it Dwarf Mountain because it's short. Shorter than all the other mountains. makes yep. sense you know that makes a lot of sense yep short mountain um coinage though y'all didn't show up with so money hill? um vampire mm -hmm. didn't know what your deal was gonna be <clears throat> how you're gonna do this so they just gave you a bunch of gems and said these are light trade them as you need uh, and good luck kids and and sent you off so we're gonna a little rolly rolly Imric just reached into his pocket and was like, oh, I just, I have these things lying around. Here you go. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, have my pocket so change. Cool. Yeah, those eight level wizards have the, all those gems. Mm-hmm. What a baller, man. Um, the pocket change that you got. Uh, Connor, will you roll me a D100? Yeah. What does he want to roll? He wants high, high baby. He wants oh, as high as you can get. What did Emrick have in his pocket? Two incoming. Oh, Alright, normal Fancy gems. Ooh. And uh Mr. Moon, would you roll me a D oh wait. One, two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, four, a D fourteen. What do I want? Oh. Um a whole bunch of different things that are not in order. Oh. Alright, I got the fourteen. You got some obviously the best one. Mm. The, some tau tourmaline? 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 Yeah. Is it a good gem? How much is it worth? It's a pale green, blue, brown, or red gem worth 100 GP. And Hank, would you roll me 3d6? You want 18. You want high. Oh, rage! You have sixteen. Warmaline. Warmaline. Oh, what? Warmaline. Turmaline. 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 Oh no, dude. That's how we. We had grease. It's called turmaline, so I say call it turmaline. Same color, minty Mm. flavor. Not supposed to eat it. Something's worse than Yeah. <laughs> you fucking think I ate that? No. No, of course <laughs> oh, not. Okay. okay. Woo. Woo. I just drank the, the oil. What about the money, Lord Imrick? <laughs> oh, he, here Four you go, kids. You don't want. You don't want Arcadian money. Here's some. Um, here, here's some gems. Hands in your pocket. Disappears. What a badass. Mm-hmm. Right. Literally pocket um, change. Okay. Yeah, we have those gems. Now what? Uh, yeah, you got, so 16, got of 16 of them. You can nice. trade them. Uh, back in Arcadia, they're worth 100 GP each. Who knows what they're going to be worth here? Um, you've had to survive. When I went to the talk to the local now. leaders, yeah. I would have I would have showed them and asked. Do you uh, do you know how about how much like one of these is worth? Well. The halflings look at it and they go, I don't know, it's a rock. And they're like, they don't give a shit. Um, but an enterprising young halfling, one of the few with some some sense of wonder about the world. You know, most halflings an are entrepreneur. Like, yeah, most halflings are pretty content creatures. They got some dirt and they got some seeds. They're pretty set, you know. But like 10% of the halfling population has greater ambitions has like a little bit of greed and a little bit of like interest and like wants to do bigger things. See, halflings are derived from dwarves. They're the, the lazy dwarves that weren't helping Sayor in the crafting of the world and they're like swatted them nice. to the side with this hammer and they became halflings. But like some of them, like 10% of them still have that dwarven instinct in them. And one of the enterprising young halflings here will tell you, he will give you uh, as much food as you want if you will give him, you know, Three of these, and he will feed the whole party for as long as you're in Bastion. Three of these gems. 
Back home, yeah. these are worth a lot of money. How about I give you one? Because we're not going to be here too long. Whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down there, Sonny. It's quite all right. I don't think we need to do that. I think we've got some other things to trade with these people. <clears throat> I think we should hold on to these for a little bit longer. Well, then how did you end up beating yourselves right for six months? How do... How do, that's a good question there, Neil. And we trade recipes with the halflings. That's how we do it. Mm. I make them delicious food. I mean, they make do, me delicious food. We trade how do you recipes. Think I'm figuring out what is and isn't edible. Six yeah. months of recipes, yes. Every night, and I perform for them as well. We you perform, can feed a family of four just by trading recipes for six months? With halflings, yeah. <laughs> not you're going to trade them all with out within like a few they weeks. They love food. Yeah, but they the food... The steeple crops from your homeland aren't here. There's no wheat. There's no flour. Yeah. How do you? But make there's corn. corn. Yeah, there's corn. There is corn. Well, there's corn. corn is corn tortillas. You can almost sub corn for flour almost across the board. Sure, you can I've get done it for bread. six years now. It can be done. Please. Yeah, I got that celiac. Who six years ago? Oh. Who was a struggle? But you can do it. You can, it can be done. It's a struggle, but you can it. do it. But could you make could you make a cake with corn? Corn cake? Yeah. Yeah, corn cake. Cornbread. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a, is that a real thing? Not, real... A corn cake? Yeah. I mean, it's not it's, it's not quite the same thing as you're looking for there, but no, you can do it. It can be done. I mean, if you have taro, you have those other things. Taro uh, flour. Yeah, that's a thing. There's like a Brazilian sweet but corn cake. Why yeah. have a cake when you have you can have a pie? Do they have sugar here? Oh yeah, what, they got what lots other... of sugar. Oh yeah, we can oh, do it yeah. then for sure. Yeah, you can, you can do right. anything you want. Yeah, Teach, the hero the of this place of invented a new bread. recipe for beer. He could mm. be their hero. They have a lot of yeah. What I want to know is, oh yeah, how haven't these people taken corn and made moonshine? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because Taro the Terrific made it out of taro root, and it's mm. better than what you can make out of corn. It's uh, It's got a sweeter flavor and the halflings love the sweetness. I know, I know oh, corn syrup is a thing. Um, yeah, they definitely have not had apple pie moonshine. Yeah, they, they don't have apples, the poor bastards. Mm. The poor bastards. Yeah. You hate to see it. They, but they have fruits, right? They should have some version oh, they, of a they peach can make or some jungle other thing. juice, oh, right? Yeah. They can make wine out of like rotting fr fermented fruit. Um, but the taro makes this delicious and highly potent and like still very flavorful uh, booze when you distill it properly. That's why he's... But they don't have drink. wheat here? No wheat. You can probably trade recipes and then if mm, the worst yeah. case happens, Sunny will bring up, worst case, we can go to those. And she'll point mm -hmm. um, to yeah. like the steeples of food. We could just take it from there and if the orcs do invade, we could kill them and become the heroes of the town. A win-win. No, no, don't whatever you do, don't mess with the orcs. Please, please, please. That Whoa. wasn't in front. That was not in front of a halfling. Okay. okay. Well, I, I'm gonna, I hear well, what you're saying, Sonny, but let's just see what we can do here. You know, sometimes you do a little you know, little give, little take, little give, little take, and then, you know, you, we I bring them the problem. If, they, the if I run out of recipes or, you know, run out of, you know, trading thing, we'll, we'll get to there. But I yeah, promise you, know, we do a little singing. Yeah, I mean... We work through that problem if we have it. He obviously know how to get into place over there. You know, he'd been mm -hmm. in the place before. He's not supposed to be. He just kind of siphoned a little I'm bit. Innocent. It'll be okay. Yeah, he's innocent. He never do that. That's right. Just like me. Never. No trouble in the past. Just like him. Have you guys no gone trouble. out in the jungle It'll at all? Okay. You, know, you know how many things are out there? 
know how easy it is to find something you can eat? Yeah. Like, well, it's, my family it kind was of bothers Hank. Family was meat fed. Like, this is. This is my area. This yeah. is my calling. I understand. Just, I understand. I'm gonna be go right out back. and go hunt something and eat it. Like, mm. yeah. Heck, I could probably make us. I could probably get extra for us. Well, yeah, that's true too. We could do a little hunting, you know, bring back food. At home, I was grilled cheese specialist, so no flour here gonna be a big problem for me. Mm. But you know, I learned this thing called quesadilla. Maybe we make some mm. good quesadilla for them. And you know, we, we work from there. Have to do a little cooking working. But you know, the halfling, they have good food, they have good jam. Maybe we find some spicy uh, spicy food out there and we make a, a salsa and good food. Good food salsa. for halfling. What, what, yeah. what, what, what salsa? Salsa? Oh, you get some tomato, you get some onion, you chop it up. You know, it's good. And then you get a little bit of spice, a little bit of spice inside of it, you know? And it's it's wonderful. Go great with Wait, food. Spice? Spice, you mean like salt? Oh, no, no, not like salt. Like a uh, little heat, little pop in your mouth. It feels so good. You never have? I make tonight. Okay, it's all good. I make tonight. Don't worry. Spice. We figured this out. Yeah, pepper. You know, the birds, you know, they try oh, to make oh, birds not like eat the... them. I, I, th like I think the local lord jalapenos. once. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> never. Oh, pepper? Oh, yeah. I, I, I think you're making that up. What? They're what? What's cool. a jalapeno? You're making that up. Oh, no, don't you worry. We find some out there. We find some peppers out there. Maybe not the same. Maybe a little different. Have to adjust okay, okay, dosage. Okay. Because, okay, you know, so you, you get gonna... too much, bad time. Not enough, put a little not as good. On. But, put a little yeah, pepper. a little pepper. A little okay. spice. Okay. A little spicy, you know? It's kind of like fire, but sure. not fire, but tastes good. All the same time. Well, six months in. I need a salt. <laughs> six months into our adventure. <laughs> um, let's do a report on what you've gathered about Bastion. How does that fit into your, what is it, three objectives? You've got okay. three missions. Well, I don't seem to care about a yeah, centralized three power. Three main objectives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I'm just saying, they don't seem to care about the centralized powers. They don't, so they don't really care who's in charge of the island. So either way, they'll swing, mm -hmm. I feel. What I want to know is why isn't there a bigger fight over the largest plot of arable land on the whole island? Exactly. Why don't What's going on? Them? Like, why is this place not the center of the largest civilization? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. Like, what yeah. are you doing? There's just a rock on the an island. They should be like sending a fleet here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are great mm -hmm. questions. They're gonna have to get answered eventually. You don't have the answers yeah. yet. Um, no. I mean, I, I think the halflings are perfect, you know? Like, when it comes to identifying locals who could aid in the invasion, these dudes are perfect. They, you're not going to fight. They literally yeah. are, like, actively doing everything in their power to do no fighting with a ton of food. So mm, you're going to come in anywhere. Great. It's less food you have to teleport over. This is less stuff you have to find into the island. These people are already doing a lot of the work. An and absolutely I mean, great you, invasion point. Mm. And it seems like if you can stop the orcs from doing their thing afterwards, that's even more food that's already in your pocket. It's already taken also how, them. And they've already how discounted much, it. Yeah. How much of the arable land are they not using? Well, the land that they're not using is overgrown with bamboo. Um, and so that if that was trimmed back and cut down and removed, it would take some time to like turn the bamboo forest into proper arable land. Um, and it could get expanded. Um, 
Good. Well, you got to take out the roots. The bamboo roots run deep, and they, they fuck up the ability to plant things. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, these... Yeah, the halflings are already crazy. doing this with trash tools. If we brought over some real tools and got them to work, they could be much more efficient. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, the Drakus uh, bronze. Mm -hmm. Would be good. We should get in good with the halflings. I don't know mm -hmm. how yet, but get them to start storing like grain for when we do invade, so Alcohol. we have like a ton of like food there for logistical reasons. Mm. Well, we're coming back through here to get picked up by Emric, so maybe that's a. Uh or by magical wizard man who's, you know, said, boom, you're here, and then left. Um, mm -hmm. That guy. We'll have to go back and talk to him again. Um, so, I don't know. To me, the halflings are fantastic. They should be left alone until, like, the last possible minute. Mm -hmm. so they're doing nothing wrong. All you can do is screw up what they've got going right now. I agree. I think a lot of their food is going to waste. I wonder if they could have uh, our granary technology that we have back at home. I think that's a, a future problem for somebody. Yeah. Uh, not my not my circus, not my monkeys, and that is somebody else's monkeys to deal with. Mm. But that's, that's for them to know about. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm just a clown in the rodeo. I'm not the the ringleader. You know, it's, that's somebody else's deal. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, now, speaking of, you are supposed to return to Bravo, because Imric is he's just gonna show up by teleport, grab you guys, and then bounce right away. Do so you mm. need to return by the 15th of May? That's the day he's gonna show up. That's when Malchus's constellation is at the peak in the sky. It's a Malchus apogee is the day that you're supposed to be back. Uh, and so we're starting the campaign today on November 15th, which is Aster Apogee, actually, exactly six months apart when Aster's constellation is highest in the sky. Uh, so you got six months to get back here. You can tell by the positions of the stars when the clouds break. And there's often clouds, but every now and then you can see the stars well enough to kind of get an idea of how much time you have left. Um, um, before yeah. Emmerich bounced out again, how many, how much stuff can he take back with him? Like pounds, people, all that stuff. He's can just he teleporting. Four? He's just taking you four. Yeah. That's so he point. can't take anybody else. Like if we brought over like an emissary somewhere else to talk back, like he's got no extra space. He's uh, just like us four and that's, that's it. Yeah. The plan is just you four. They don't want to okay. risk any sort of like contamination. You know, disease is a thing. Um, it usually doesn't show up in D&D campaigns, but there's very much like a, we're giving you four and we're taking you four and we're not touching anything else. And then we see what you have to say that, I mean, maybe if one of you is dead, you could, I don't know. <laughs> the plan is just you four. If you want to try and bring back a prisoner, you could wing it. Well, I'd say not necessarily a prisoner, but if we make good friends with somebody who's like, hey, I'm going to send this guy with you to kind of work out some last details before I come back, like a trusted person, like we've got no extra room inside of the, the teleport out of here kind of thing. Like we'd pick him up like at the end of the day, you know, on the way out kind of thing. Like, hey, meet us over here at this date. You missed the window. You missed your window. Yeah, pretty much. I'm we'll solve that when that happens. The... Yeah, that sounds like a problem for Sounds like a four months from now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. not on the far side of the island when it happens. 
Well, I just, you know, I That'd want to tell awkward. them to meet me over there. I don't want to really drag them around with us the whole time. So it's like, be there at this date, you know, on the boat, not on the boat, not my problem. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone has experience being a pirate, but you know, who falls behind is left behind, so just, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, the Halflings. They sound like great places to, uh, great place to start the invasion. They sound like they've got good supplies. They don't really give a shit who's in charge. They sort of just pay lip service and let people do whatever they want as long as they're left alone. Um, we can mark off one of the major cities off the map right away. Mm. Out of what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven major cities that you're aware of, and you've been to one of them. One seventh of the way through the campaign, it'd be no problem from here on out. Mm. Mm. We had to learn the language for six months. Probably what took right. so long. That's what took mm. so long. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but today's the day that you've all decided to set out, and with the map before you, where would you like to go? You know that. Ayu's pretty close, but it's on an island. You know, Yaka is sort of like the, that's where the the current empire is emanating from. I don't know if that makes it the place that you want to go to first, or if that makes it the place you want to go to last. Um, Because if you show up first, then you don't have much information about it. You show up last, but if you show up first, you also might be able to get a lot of information about other places. So it's kind of a, Bit of a gamble. It's also centrally yeah. located. Go to Yaka, we'll be going through the Orc Valley. <laughs> you should, uh... mm. What about if we just went to Ayu? I'm thinking, uh... Ayu think, solving you know, Yaka. As, as a yeah. group, yeah. you know? That I think we, uh... Yeah, we go past the north, then go a little bit south, and then, Where's you know... Emmer- uh, you know, I, I think he we... picking us back up at Bastion is where mm-hmm. he pick us up. Is where he drop us off. Mm-hmm. So you know, where all those halflings forget everything. You know, very weird that that happened to them, but happened time to time. We uh, we go back right there, and uh, I think we bring him some food. You know, it's very taxing to get over here. We give him some thankful food, and he he go back. You know, so mm. I'm thinking I think this is about the best route, man. That's a pretty good mm-hmm. route. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know if we go all the way south there. Uh, the dwarves are in the mountain somewhere. We need to find them too, I think. Uh, because, you know, of all people over here, they have access to the metals and maybe the most amenable to trade, you know? They mm. can make some stuff over here and we can take some stuff back. And, you know, it seemed like halflings don't have good trade with the uh, the metals, you know? Uh, most places, you know, you would think would have some bronze at least or some, you know, copper. Because, you know, the most important metal, copper. Always. Mm. Uh, so, go from there. Ah, tin's you pretty know? important. Tin, yeah, tin important. You know. But uh, maybe they have more iron in the mountains? I mean, I know we just got a bunch of metal from recent expansion. And by we, I mean Drakus. And that's definitely me. Definitely Drakus. No problems. Mm. All good. But, you know, go from there. <laughs> you... Anyone have problem with that? We go a little mm. north, go around to Ayu. Um, I don't know how we get across the water, really. Um, if we need to sail over there, or by sail, I mean like rowboat, real close to shore, and uh, take canoe, <laughs> or real close to shore. You might want to keep it shallow there too. Yeah, real shallow, not very far, and not everyone good swimmer. You know, it happens. 
Mm. Maybe we can ask the enterprising halfling how he would get to IU. He's probably mm. been there to trade. Yeah, but he seems so greedy, you know? All the rest of them so eager to trade, they make good food, and he just, he always want all my stuff. So maybe we see what he wants, but we'll see what happens with him. So to Ayu we go. Yeah? So what do I know is in the jungle? Big monsters. That, so that's what I have been trying to figure out. Mm. And what I got was plants are pretty dangerous. Yeah, the plants well, I'll hear are the folklore though. Yeah. Well, we also know that there's definitely creatures out there, um, including monsters. When you've talked to the halflings, they don't go in the jungle. Like, they they are super content just to stay in the town. And when you ask about the jungle, they're pretty vague. Like, well, we don't go out there, so we don't need to know what's out there. But, like, don't go out there, you're going to die. That's kind of how they... That's their vibe. Um. Well, uh, Mr. Ranger, this is your cup of tea. You tell me how to get from here to there, and we all go. Well, all right, pretty easy since uh, we don't know the lay of the land. We're gonna be sticking pretty close to the coast. Mm. Um, follow the waterway along there, and the only problem will be how far out is the island from the mainland? Mm. Because if it's close enough that we can see it, no problem. I got you. But if we can't see it, uh, we're gonna be in deep trouble. Cause do you swim? Do you swim? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I we go all swim, swim actually. Oh my goodness. Oh well, look at that. Then you know what? Everything will be fine. You can Did all you swim. All take swimming. Yes. <laughs> You're gonna Oops. be in a jungle. Why would anyone need to swim in a jungle? Jungles are famously on land. Yeah. Swamp. So you walk into the swamp area and, and the big rivers. Uh, does anyone have swimming? No. Go ahead and drown. And then now. there's fucking Dick Lake out there. Like we're gonna have to go into the middle of that. My husband Lance was the greatest swimmer. He was so fast. Oh shit! Really? Uh, well, All you right. know, hopefully the IU people—they take boat out. You know, they have to leave, so maybe we can flag them down and no swimming. You know, stay dry, be okay. Yeah. So I'll have to stick pretty close to the coast. Mm -hmm. Which? How will that help you out there, Dan? Old well... Dan boy. Well, like, actually, being in the foliage makes my work harder, so being on the coast actually does help because I get better sight lines to the mountain. Like, sure. I won't get the details okay. between the coast and the mountain, but it's just going to be forest. Okay. All right. That, uh, that sounds great. Hmm. All right. Down the coast it is. Well, we're going to head off. We're going to go across the... First, we're going to go out by the mountain. In here. So to get where you want to go, you're going to have to exit um, like this way and then come here and then cut like this, right? So we're going to sure. be walking through a little bit of jungle, then a little bit of bamboo, then a bunch of jungle on the way to Ayu, crossing one river along the way. Mm -hmm. um, and let's see, we can do, it's going to take us a little while. Uh, let's start with... Bill, Bill, would you roll me a D100 yeah. to see if you have an encounter? Low is encounter. High is no encounter. Oh, well, like I said last time, two incoming. 89. Uh, Fantastic. Look you at make that, your Ethan. way 
through uh, the normal jungle without any problem. Making your way around this mountain. It's your first time out in the woods on the jungles here. And, um, you know, it's wet. It's often very, very wet. We mentioned that it's sort of monsoony all the time. And that's that's a real thing out here. There's all sorts of bright and colorful plants. You do see these large Venus flytraps. You're a survivalist expert. That's why you've been brought on this mission. That's why you were mm -hmm. handpicked for this mission is because you're one yep. of the best woodsmen out here. But uh, here's the good thing. You have given me the most versatile tool to use. Bamboo. Long stick. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do with it? Anything in particular well, at this moment? Oh, I mean, there's lots of things you can do with it. I mean, you can pack it full of rocks and dirt, make yourself a water filter. You can turn it into a quick lean-to by just cutting down a whole bunch of them, cutting them in half, and just, like, mm -hmm. interlocking them like that. Boom. Waterproof. Like, then you can use that to collect rainwater in, which, since you said it's monsooning, there's a lot. Boom. Mm -hmm. Clean water. Um, You can, like, cut it real thin and almost make, like, little twine. Bamboo mm -hmm. is very versatile. Mm-hmm. That's a great tool. Well, second day of the journey. Sunny, you roll me a D100. Give it to me. Nice. Here we go. As long as it wasn't me. Someone was getting it. And uh, Hank, would you roll me a D100? Don't worry, we only got two thirds of the monsters. Mm. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> two thirds. <laughs> Daniel. Mm -hmm. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. Could you roll me a d10 for the surprise of the party? Seven. Party is not surprised. Thank you. Enough. Do we know in advance? Well, I've got to roll their surprise. If they fail their surprise check, then you come across them first. If uh, they are not surprised, then it's a equal spotting opportunity. Natural fun. They are surprised. So what you're doing, this music is way too lush world. Mm. Way too lush. Here, it's right. This is the one we're looking for. But forget this salt marsh sound. Here we go. So you're walking through the jungle here. Um, just before it transitions to bamboo, where it's still just like regular old jungle. And <clears throat> Woodsy Bill, you pick up these tracks. These mm -hmm. strange, uh, they're the humanoid looking tracks, but they're really wide. Like the, the foot just goes out super far um, near the front, and it's got like three toes with claw marks in it. It looks like some sort of, you know, 
weird animal track, but it's human size. And it's definitely a bipedal creature based on your, you know, tracking and rangering abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, not a track you recognize. Not a track you've ever seen before. <clears throat> Does he share this with the party when he sees oh, the first yeah, one? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Hold up, everyone. These look dangerous. Well, if it's dangerous, I have song for everyone, okay? I need to inspire you for this battle. It's a good song, okay? Oh, if you good. fight something, what you want to do is you want to slashy slashy here. You want to slashy slashy there. You want to slashy slashy here. Then you want to pokey poke, okay? So slashy slashy here, slashy slashy there, slashy slashy here, and you poke them everywhere, you know? Then you do the pokey pokey and you put him in the ground. That's what it's all about, okay? Mm. Uh, that's what, so, it, that's what it's all song. about. Remember that song, okay? Right, right. Slash you, slash you well, here. I feel inspired. Slash you, yeah. slash you there. Slash you, slash you here. And Read you slash him everywhere. The players do the pokey pokey and you put him in the ground. That's what it's all that's about. That's what it's all about. Okay. Yeah, remember, remember a good song. The music, poetry, and stories of the bard can also be inspirational. Rallying friends and allies. If the exact nature of an impending threat is known... The bard can heroically inspire his companions, immortalizing them in word and song, granting them a plus one bonus to attack rolls, or a plus one bonus to saving throws, or a plus two bonus for morale, which is useful in large battles, for those involved in melee. The bard must spend at least three full rounds singing and reciting before the battle begins. Those within range, effects last one round per level, um, and it can't be renewed if you're still in battle. So it does say the exact nature of the impending threat. Um, a very dangerous well, big thing, you know? It's exact got claws. nature, it's gonna eat us. Big thing, mm. eat us. That exact nature, it, you know? That's exact nature. <laughs> gonna eat us. So, uh, plus one, you know, to attack rolls, because, you know, you do the slashy slashy. And we right, have, right. We have yeah. more songs. We got songs for saving throws, and we got songs for morale, but this is the, the slashy slashy one. Yeah, we should sneak up the... on whatever it is and see if we can get the jump on it. If it's, uh... An animal or something. If it's a human, think... maybe we can talk to him. Yeah. You know, uh, just like this toe, big human. Just like, you know, had girl like one minute, time, like but just like this. Sonny, I don't think that's a minotaur. Uh, it's uh, too many claws there, you see. Hmm. Well, let's sneak up. Mm. We will sneak, I think, Neil. Uh, I'd roll you silently, but I'm going with you guys, so this Yeah. The party <laughs> goes quietly. Um, and what is the, the marching order? I assume Woodsy Bill's in the front. Because uh, sure. you know, you're the Third. scout. Probably Woodsy Bill and Sunny, like, cl- like close to each other. Okay. Yeah. And then maybe. Because the, I'm the protector. S- right. Yeah. And since I'm. Since we're following tracks, I've probably got my spear out. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what this could be. Perfect. Now, and I'm expecting an ambush. Or expecting to get ambushed. I'm going to have, just for a heads up, my arming sword in one hand and my dagger in the other hand. I'm going to have my wire out and I'm singing about Slashy Slashy. It's mm-hmm. important to everybody that we have this going, going. They know what to do, they know the plan. Had some people in the past, didn't know the plan. You know, bad times, so. You hate to see it. You hate to see it, don't worry. We'll talk about better plans later. The 
Tracking character can attempt to identify the type of creatures being followed and the approximate number by rolling a proficiency check. All the normal tracking modifiers apply. Uh, so why don't you make me a tracking check with the following modifier? Plus three for thick bushes, vines, or reeds. Um, and plus... Yeah, actually, a total of plus four uh, on your total plus check. four. Yeah, perfect. That's a that's a thirty-two you're rolling there, buddy. Uh, no, I already added it in. Oh, added it in. Oh, okay, cool, perfect. Yep. Since I'm smart enough to change them, um, you notice that there are six bipedal creatures in this group. They weigh about as much as a regular person. Um, you know, 150 to 200 pounds is what you're gathering from these things. And there's six in this line because they kind of like weave back and forth. It's not nice and orderly. It's sort of a chaotic mm -hmm. sprawl when one will like go off to the side and then rejoin the trail. They're probably not closely packed either. It's more of like a group that is moving together, but maybe, um, you know, some, some real distance between them. Yeah, uh, real quick, when you said the tracks were wide, did you mean they have a wide gate or like the actual footprint is wide? Oh, like it's, um, the footprint is narrow in the back and wide up front, but otherwise okay. it's like a, you know, five to six foot tall creature. Gotcha. Um, anyway, you gotcha. will spot one of these things um, in the trail before you as you're walking forward. I'm going to move us to a new screen. I'm going to drag us to a spot. Show us a map. This creature here is a pretty fast moving swift thing. And you can see it's got these like these bony protrusions coming off of its arms. Um, essentially, it, it doesn't have hands, but instead it has some sort of slashing thing. Or maybe it opens up and it's actually a claw thing. But it has essentially swords or blades or um, hacky stabby boys for hands. And it seems to be stopped looking at this bush here. It also appears to be a pretty fast moving, highly dexterous creature. Oh, well, do we, do we jump it? Is this the only one? We just get this one down and we keep going? Yeah. And I ain't never seen one of those before. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's like a ravage. Like I sheath my dagger. Mm -hmm. But there's six of them. I think it's fast. I need to escape. You think there's six? Six. Uh, or the other five? Six. Oh, like cautiously look around. Don't. Uh, are you... Are we... Are we sure there's six? I think there's six. Probably... I mean, it's, that's as... I'm pretty confident in that. Probably way to get ambushed. Seems to be very well, interested in something in this bush. Got its, like, 
What's it doing? Just like looking? Well, it's down on all fours with its face uh, shoved into the bush. And there's like a little bit of movement every now and then. Um, you don't know what it's doing in the bush. Um, strange animal thing. I'm going to slowly like put my spear on my back, bring out my bow since now I have to jump. Mm-hmm. I'll whisper, I guess, over there. Do you want me? Do you want me to go kill it, or do we just want to hide and let him pass? I mean, as long as you remember Slashy Slashy song, you do whatever you want to do. I believe in you. You can go first. Uh, yeah, Neil, I will move up to here and do a mechanical charge. All right. I'm not uh, like screaming or anything, but you you charge the creature. Oh. Um, and it sounds like Bill has a bow yep. out and yep and Hank like right as Sunny starts charging mm-hmm. that's when I'm gonna let the arrow fly so that way the arrow gets there before Sunny does I'm ready an attack just in case that's not what I meant to roll but it's fine yeah. same dice okay, well uh, you have a surprise round because they rolled a one on their surprise <clears throat> not very good for them uh, so, Woodsy Bill, give me your first bow shot. Here we go. Remember what I said? Two incoming? Yeah, that's not a great attack. I have an extra, there. I have an extra one to hit from Bless. Uh, oh, right, from the... Yeah, you get one for being bardically inspired. Oh, yeah, so you remember the song. That'd be an eight. You get it for six rounds. Excellent. Well, your arrow will fly wide, sailing over the creature's rump, striking into the cliffs behind it, uh, just as Sunny comes up to the creature. Sunny, as you Uh, you reach the creature, let me actually turn down the music just a smidge. Um, As you reach the creature, you're going to notice. That's an initiative roll, not a roll to hit. Corner. You did roll initiative, not an attack roll, Woodsy Bill. You should make an attack oh, roll. Oh, shit. I thought I hit the right one. Oh. No, you hit the wrong one. Well, that makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. Ah, I see. I clicked on the D20 button. There we oh, go. Oh, it's even better. <laughs> <laughs> Much better. Much better. All right. Much Wild. Better. I keep that initiative roll. <laughs> now, we'll roll initiative for next round, but we're not there yet. In the meantime, Sunny. Are they large? You, nope, they're man-sized, medium creatures. Sunny, you arrive, and as you do so, you see around the corner that there's another one of these things, just just around the corner right here. Uh, but you're you're coming up behind this one real fast. It's hunched over. Um, now, the AC-14 that's being displayed here is its standard fighting AC, but it is on the ground. It's by surprise, so it doesn't have its decks. And since it's on its knees, you have a bonus of one for high ground and two for back attack. So go ahead and make your attack roll at plus three. And um, hey, its AC is lower than 14. I'm trying to go for like a kill here. Yeah, obviously. Um, so with my arming sword, my goal is to just lop the head off. Yeah. Okay, not make any sounds and then move on to the next one. Great. 28, oh I God. crit on this. You're a high I'm master. master. So yeah. You crit on 16, so you do indeed crit this creature. Roll me 2d8 plus whatever your damage modifier is. There's 10 plus 1d8. 12 damage. 12 points of damage is a buttload of damage. 
and it brings the creature down about halfway with a single swipe. You can't quite reach its head because it's in the bush, but you do a nice big long slash across the back of the creature, and it lets out a high-pitched shrill as it takes the damage. Um, uh, yeah, audience, second edition D&D. It hasn't been said yet. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, second edition. Oops. Sorry, someone's off. Second edition, best edition. Oh, people. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's default to second edition, unless we say otherwise. Um, well, yeah, what if they knew? Yeah, that's true. Should have known from the cooking checks. There's no cooking check in fifth edition. It's fine. Anyway. It's fine. Um, <laughs> let's see. You were waiting. You were readying an action, I recall, Daniel. Uh, Hank, what were you doing? We were uh, we were playing songs until everyone was ready to go, and once he yeah. starts charging, we throw it in the backpack, and we pull out the uh, the big sword, and we uh, we get to run in behind him. All so right, I'll be so like a little bit behind. Right. You let Sunny take the front, and then you come up behind Sunny. Yes. And make an attack as well. Yes. Sorry, Neil. Is that a double crit uh, I had? No, we we're not doing double crits. We're just regular we're not doing doubles. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. cool. Well, it was a fun idea once upon a time, but it is no sure. good. Um, no, but we're still doing triple crits, right? No. <laughs> uh, eight plus three is twenty-one. Is definitely a hit. That's actually a natural eighteen, so that is a crit as well. So that is two d four plus one damage plus another two d four plus one damage. No, just plus another two d four. Uh, so three and right. seven is ten. We'll almost kill, but not quite kill this thing. Well, no, because that's two d four plus one plus another two d four, right? So plus yeah. two. Yeah. We have the, the attack roll rolled a seven on the damage. No, I clicked the wrong thing. I oh. the first one was another attack roll. Oh, that's a d twenty, Neil. So that doesn't count. Yeah, it's the sec. It's the. Oh, I was looking it's at the, the eight plus, the plus three to hit goes into seven damage macro that was touch. Oh, oh uh, yeah, and then oh seven damage. Oh, I see what you're saying. So it's just yeah. a plus two. Yeah, My then bad. It's the, then it's the plus two d four, not the plus one, but the two d four. So it's a three on the seven is a ten. Uh, Perfect. I see. You've gotten yeah. so fancy on me. You know, you've got so many more buttons now. You've confused me. Mm. I'm I, I've tried. Confused. I've tried to make it nicer, um, and I might have been it's it, nice. it too nice. All right, this creature's not quite dead yet. Now, Connor, uh, you got Yo. two allies in front of this creature that's bent down into a bush. You have absolutely no clear shot on this thing. Um, would you like to mm -hmm. spend any of a round moving or doing other things? Um, yes. The important part of any good bow shot is position. Mm -hmm. And... I'm fairly certain that anything that we come across is going to be ahead of us, right? Wouldn't be behind us, surely. Yeah, yeah unless yeah. they somehow went ahead of you and then doubled back and are lurking around on top. But that would be that would display high levels of intelligence and ambush. They would have to know that you were yeah. behind them to know to ambush you, right? Yeah, and that one was clearly taken big by surprise. Yeah, mm. it's definitely so. definitely fine. Yeah. Come up to right here to where I can see at least down this way. Mm-hmm. More, yeah. Yeah, I, I'll stay with him. <laughs> All right. Well, there. now we're going to roll in this. Can I see that one? Uh, Yeah. I think the bush is sort of... He's got 
cover, but no, he's got concealment, but not cover from the bush. Like you can see parts of him, um, and it would provide a penalty to your attack roll. Do you have the? No, nope, uh, I'm not going to take a shot. Okay. Yes, but, I do. Well, uh, let's roll uh, an initiative. Yep. Let's do it. I hate the new fucking thing. What new thing? How do I just choose three? Oh, I I don't have the initiative it, button for some reason. I don't, it never got imported over to this one. It's a mistake. Okay, I'm putting I'm, I'm putting eight. One for you. Okay, I'm making one for you right now, buddy. Yeah. Uh, plus question mark. Zero. I just wasted my 19 to hit. So. Ugh. Go <laughs> is token action for all players. There you go. So you should now, if you click away and click back on your token, have the ability Thank to you. roll initiative just like we all. Oh, yeah, see. There we go. Much okay, better. Uh, Hank, Daniel, Ravager, Sunny, Ravager, Bill. Hank, you are up first. The creature has yet to stand. You still have plus three, two for back attack, one for it being down on its knees. An 18 will so hit. So then I just roll damage. And the Ravager Five. will die. So I want to move over to this one. So here. If you want to move, you can move. I don't know if you want to move, though. You don't get any more taxes. He did. He wants to move. Let him. He moves. Right. I guess you do. You are expertised, yep. right? So you will get an attack at the end of the round. Yes, sir. Okay. Daniel, you're up next. Rogue. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't want to block the bow shot. So I'm going to stand. I'm trying to stand out of the way of line of sight. Mm -hmm. Like here, but I'm still ready to attack. Right. I don't I'm not a heavy hitter like these two but mm -hmm. so I'm here ready attack to you're just that's your spot excellent yeah, yeah. Uh, all happening at the same time is the next ravager who's gonna go and this is the one that's right here in front of of uh, Hank now Hank this creature. He's got his two scythe arms. And he's going to lash out yeah. at you with each of these scythe arms. Uh, the first yep. one is a swing for a 19 to hit. And yep, will connect with your 16 AC for seven points of damage. Okay. That's okay. a lot. And the second arm is going to come out with a 12, which is a miss. Yep. And Sunny will take a turn. Mm. All right, I'm going to run up here. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go here, and I'm going to attack him twice. One now, one at the end of the round. Perfect. Uh, there you go. Natural ones. God, if only had been that 19 from earlier. I know. <laughs> Ugh. Tell me about it. Maybe I should have gone up there and hit it. Oh. Maybe. Maybe not. But this other one up here is coming out of the bush now that their initiative has come around. And uh, these creatures, what was that bonus? They had plus five to hit and did D6 plus three damage. That's a lot of damage for a 
um, a regular creature to be doing. That these are those are pretty incredible blows. And you did something like 28 damage total to kill the first one. That's a lot of hit points for someone to have. Like, one of you guys has got 28 points. These things are... That's fine. You've, you've already taken the first one. Uh, the second one is going to come over here and scamper down the hill and bolt in the direction of you, Daniel. Mm -hmm. uh, but you were holding your position. You I was ready an attack, yeah. I'm ready an attack. So you can go ahead and get an attack as this creature closes with you. So because of ambidextrous and dual wield, does that mean both my daggers same time? Yes. When you have two weapons in your hand, they both go same time. Right. I'm going to hit this twice. Then. Nice. 18 and 3 is actually a critical hit. So roll me another d4. Uh, so three damage with the first dagger. And the second one is going to be a 14, which is hits for another two points of damage. Yes, right. excellent. You uh, I didn't think it was going to be much. That's why I wasn't at the... You still hurt it. You do five damage. And it will swing at you twice. One with a 17 for nine points of damage. Oof. And oh. another is a critical hit. Or nine plus one d six. Oh my god! Maximum damage. Uh, Fifteen. It's actually rolled three sixes in a row. Three sixes in damage. a row. Wow. Uh, I'm down to eight. So yeah, that should be. Mechanic's curse is real. I stand by my statement. He keeps trying to kill me every time. Wow. Wow. That was that was just a lot of damage all up front. Uh, Bill. Mm. Well. I thought I did it. I see he's in a pinch, yeah. but I've already got my bow drawn. Mm. Can't get in there right this second, so oh. I'll take my shots at this guy. First one's coming in now. Uh, this one or this this guy right here? Uh, the one that's right in front of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Like that that's guy's a, closer. The nice flanking shot right there. Plus one to hit on the attack yeah. roll. Oh hell yeah, brother! I'm already in there adjusting things. Might as well do that. Ugh. 15's a hit. Roll them twos. Yep. Nice Let's four go. points of damage. You put an arrow in its side. You'll get the second shot at the end of the round. Uh, Hank, I believe you're getting your second attack right now. Yes, sir. That's true. Please make it. 13. 13 uh, plus one, 14. 14. Oh, for your, your, your song. Inspiration. About... Yes. Mm -hmm. Slashy, uh, slashy. Yeah, it's very slashy, important. Slashy. Slash, it, slash. it is. You you succeed in slashing. Five points of damage. Five points Excellent. of damage. Uh, Daniel's already had a turn. Now, the mm -hmm. Ravager that's before you also has two attacks with each arm and will make a second set of attacks this round um, and is still focused on Hank uh, with single-minded devotion to their craft. One slash is a total of, ooh, a lot. Eight damage to hit. Uh, well, 22 to hit and eight damage. And the second slash is 19 to hit and another eight damage. These are good rolls. Those are both fives on a D6. You need to roll another, uh, do they crit on 17 no, or no? they need a natural oh, okay, 18 to crit. Yeah, so you will take I 16. I had 22. So here's my uh, damage from my arming sword. Yeah, go ahead. You can keep that 22. We went at the same time. Is yeah. That okay? Yeah, yeah, it's all the same time. Nine. Nine points of damage. So uh, we've got 
a lot of damage pouring out real fast on all sides. Everyone here seems to be capable of distributing um, great sums of damage. Everyone? Well, just about everyone. This guy uh, had to move all the way up here. He's not going to get a second Roll round of attacks. Again. Uh, Bill gets uh, a second bow I still got my shot. second bow. Yeah. Oh. Natural ones. It's going to be one of those days. It's going to be one of those campaigns. Everybody, let's play the initiative game. Everyone's favorite game. So, I'm... Uh... Trying to work out what a What are you gonna do here, Daniel? Because this... I'm stand here, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. I mean if it has plus five to hit, it'll hit you on a ten, which is fifty-five percent of the time. And if mm. it does D6 plus three damage, uh well an average hit is gonna be six and a half points of damage. So doing some quick math here, you've got a seventy-five percent chance of going down next round. Yeah. Can I? Yeah, withdrawal's just three initiative, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and you... You and the Ravager before you are going at the exact same time. So you're withdrawing, and it's yeah, yeah, chasing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think I have my... So what I'm doing is I'm just setting my bow down right next to me just mm -hmm. like setting up against this little cliff right here right. and pulling out my pulling but out my spear. it's not out yet. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I we'll probably get to here when the first scythe blow lands with a 16 for four points of damage bringing you to four hit points where I swear McTacky I'm not every it's, time it's it's not my fault these are all highly public rolls uh, and the second scythe is coming in Natural twenty, <laughs> and it'll it'll bring you down. You will mm -hmm. be unconscious. Crit damage, uh, actually. Oh yeah, no. oh, crit damage. Yeah. Extra d six in here for two. So you'll actually drop to to negative two as the ravager stands over your body, its arms bloodied, um, and that is when Bill finally pulls out the two handed spear. Yeah, uh, that ain't good. Yeah. Danny. Let's no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'll hit at him with the spear. Uh, that's supposed to be a two-hander. My bad. Sure. You can reroll the damage. Right you other. can keep the attack roll if you want. And sure. Instead of one d six, you're doing two d four. Two d four. Yep. Uh, that's seven. Oh yeah, ultra spear boys. Yeah. Now mm. we're rangers. Your ranger in yep. second edition have two weapon fighting style skills innately. Yep. They're they're really good at fighting with two weapons. Um, but you're using a spear. And so what we've opted to do is allow you to use the back end of the spear like it's a um, second weapon. And you can make a, a spear butt attack as an offhand attack on the same round. Yeah. Go ahead and make your offhand, your, your spear butt. Yeah, so I am not making any adjustments to these rolls. So the any flanking <laughs> or the plus one yeah. does have to be tacked on at the end. That's perfect. I love to attack these on at the so, end. Excellent hit there. One three or mm -hmm. seventeen. 
All right, and you will do two points of damage to the creature. Um, and it will be almost dead, but not quite. Next up is Sunny. So, so close. Here's my attack with my arming sword. Oh, 25. The beautiful crit, strike. I think. Not an 18. Oh, yeah, you, you crit on 16s. 10 damage. Uh, fantastic. You drop the Ravager instantly. I... Do I hear what's going on behind me? Uh, absolutely. Ah! Yes. Danny's right, down. I'm gonna run back. Right. Go ahead. Move on back. Now, you're going to at hear. the same initiative as the Ravager. You both rolled nines, and so it will get its attacks as you are, as you are dropping your sword <clears throat> into its body. It is at the same time reaching out with one scythe at Good. you because uh, you know you're the one bringing the sword down on at the same time, and it will hit you with a twenty-two Hit. for five. Um, and the second scythe, as your blade is like sinking into its shoulder, it's bringing the other one forward with a a plunge, uh, which hit. is actually a crit. Maybe even a crit. Yeah. Yeah. For eleven points of damage on you, but you know the blade sinks in and the creature falls down, um, and you. Hank is left. Nine out of thirty-two hit points. What are you gonna do, Hank? Well, uh, Hank's gonna clamber up this cliff over this what this direction and see if he can see any more coming. Hmm. Right. Um. You know, these are not more than ten feet tall. Uh, they're pretty mountainous things. You already have a climbing walls check, right? I don't think... Yeah, I can do some climbing. Yeah. Um, these walls are pretty chill. I don't know what your base chance is, but I think... A... It's pretty decent. It is... Um, another 25% on top of whatever your base chance is, so... Uh, you have an 85% chance. D100, 85 or lower. Oh my. An 86. You hate. You hate to see it. I hate to see it. You go to clamber up these walls. and Which it's one do like, I fail on? This one or this one? Uh, with an 86. It's the last you, one I feel like it's this one. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, you can make it up, but like... The rock here is just pulling away from the wall. So as you scramble, like you get up a little bit and then the whole wall begins to like fall down. And you have to move apart and you can get to about here um, and then take a look around and you will see from your position, there is one more Ravager way over there. <coughs> um, I don't know where way over there oh, is. Maybe I should have given you an arrow to it on the lair that Sorry. you can see. Here we go. Uh, there we go. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool. Alright, and I'm gonna take my, uh, using my tumbling proficiency, I'm gonna take the defensive action for the rest of this. Okay. Alright. Make sure you're not gonna take the tumble down the wall. Uh. Does Ravager get second attack? Second attack. This Ravager will turn towards... He gets one this round? Yeah. He barely moved at all. Uh, he'll make uh, some attacks against Bill. First Scythe is a 10 no. no good second scythe is a 14 is no good also no. um any there's no second attacks this round so just initiative nope
Oh, and, yeah, roll um, to bleed out. Sorry. Yeah, Daniel, please give me a flat D10 for when you bleed. Go one. Oh, buddy. You know, I'm one of the people who thinks that no one is unlucky in Dungeons and Dragons and that it's just Nick all in is. your head. I don't even think Nick <laughs> is unlucky, but I do think McTacky is unlucky. If you've Nick seen shenanigans, the body count this man has is insane. I'm pretty sure he had more characters in one session than I had characters throughout the entirety of shenanigans. Yeah, I had three in two sessions. Like in one session yeah. I had three characters, and in another session I had a different set of three characters. And I had died. three. <laughs> and I had three characters over the course of like four years. Well, Jesus. to be fair, you did kill one of my characters that episode with the oak. The being stalk. He was a half ogre came up and you just went, ah, I'm killing him. Fire <laughs> well, oh, fuck, I don't even remember. Somebody that. else had been. Yeah, we were uh, fighting ogres and you rolled up as an ogre. That's all I remember, okay? Yeah, that's all yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Next turn? Uh, yeah, well, Daniel, you bleed one. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Sonny, you will go at the same time as the Ravager who's attacking Woodsman Bill. And I'm pretty sure you can do five points of damage and kill 11. him. Yeah, definitely. In the meantime, he will get his two attacks. Uh, it's a hit. hit. It's a crit, crit. for nine plus a wrong window. What the fuck is that? Like, that thing is only rolling six. Five and six. I know, I know. It does 13 damage to you, and it gets its second attack, which is a miss. Um, and this Ravager will will die from Sonny's blow. Oh, oh thanks, guys, Sonny. you should be able to do... You should be able to hold your own, too. I've killed each one. <clears throat> now, the next... We're, we're not quite out of combat yet. We're not out of the woods. Hank, you can see that this other Ravager has heard commotion in the jungle. It's a loud jungle. You know, there's a lot of creatures. There's a lot of foliage. There's a, sound doesn't travel too terribly far unless it's like a really deep echoing roar or something like that. So the sounds of combat in this situation don't travel too far. There was that, that yelp from the first one that died. Um, and this one has gone to like the edge of this cliff to sort of look around. You see it doing the like, what was that noise? What was that thing? Um, but it hasn't been alerted yet to the commotion or to, to the specifics of the commotion. Uh, Bill, you'd rolled in to fight, but this thing is dead already, and Danny yeah. is bleeding. Yeah, he is. Oh. I gotta put a stop to that. Um. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna do a little scamper this away and be like, "There's one more. Uh, we should go." Uh, and see what they, you know, what I do with my time. Mm. Keep piecing out, which I think to theirs all I can do. Uh, you got where it is. We should, we should kill it. Movement. I got less than that. Oh, because you're encumbered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We only get to there. Ninety feet of movement. Yeah. Eighty. I think. Yeah. Right there's. That's perfect. Right there is correct. All right. Well, Bill, you can bind his wounds. Not a problem. No need for any dice. That's your plan. If yeah, you know where it is, plan. we should kill it. We need to go forward. If you think you can kill one more, I'm happy to help. But those claws are sure. real sharp. Real sharp. Bill, can you yeah, make some are. noise and get it to come to you? And we'll attack it when it comes in this way. I'll move back yep. whenever I can. 
Yeah. Yep, I can um, make some noise. Let's roll initiative then. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What is this bull? I mean, I mean, the initiative needs to be high anyways. He's making noise, so. We got real oh, shit. fancy luck today, don't we? Oh, it's real fancy, man. Yeah. Well, um, the Ravager. Seems Shouldn't we get an auto? Sorry. He spotted us? Uh, no, no. He seems to have spotted this body over here from his position on that ledge um, and comes on down and heads on over. I'm sorry. How far did we move? We did. We did. Yeah, you can go about 120 feet um, and get to the body. He begins to inspect the creature. Now, I see you. You're. The overlay makes it look like you're standing on the bush, but I think you're trying to hide in the Hiding bushes. in the bush. That's what yeah. I thought. So yeah, my yeah. goal was, and I hope that this is happening, mm-hmm. the bard should be in this bush, <clears throat> hiding, with, mm-hmm. like hiding. And then when he makes noise over here with his bow, mm-hmm. this creature is going to come up. We're going to get mm-hmm. double attacks, and he's going to get oh. the bow shot. Man, that would be such a great plan, but the party has never fought together before. And, and we're going to have to learn how to fight together because the bard is staying alive and on the high ground away from everybody else like um, but the ravager comes over and is is looking at this body and it's your turn it hasn't noticed you yet i'm ready an attack you just you're waiting okay i'm following the plan that was set forward yeah bill yeah well i got i got dan there bandaged so Mm -hmm. i'm gonna take two steps forward I'm going to not make noise with the bow because that's pretty hard and a pretty good way to break it. Um, but what I do have is big stick and some rocks mm. and a voice. So I'm going to start singing one of the most dad songs I can think of and just start yelling out, we will, we will rock you oh. <laughs> and start slamming rocks together. Yeah, exactly. Exactly like, like that. that. Yeah. And the Ravager will snap its head up in your direction. Uh, now there's a bush between the two of you and the creature, you know, it, if it were to stand up perfectly straight, it might be like five, nine, but these creatures have like a hunch to them, like a lumbering, you know, swinging, almost a troll-like hunching stance. And so it's actually only about like, its head's only like five, five off the ground or something like that. Um, so it, it hears you, but it doesn't quite see you through the bush. So let's... I think you're both readying actions. Um, yeah. I'm ready attack. Hank, were you, you're chilling yeah. over here, bud? Hank's turn. I rolled a 15, so it's me next, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're just, you're just chilling. Well, so it stays sitting right there. I'm going to try to sneak along and get to where I'm about here. Mm-hmm. Well, this is pretty good bushes. I'm going to try to get to here. Staying yep. low. Yep. And I'm going to ready to uh, get it when it runs forward. What do you mean, uh, get it? We're going to run off the ledge. We're going to use our tumbling, and we're going to go to chop its head off. We're going to call a shot, just back of the neck, just try to try to get it. Pain. So you're readying a, I'm throwing myself off the cliff to dive bomb the creature. Yeah, now we're going, not just dive bomb. We're going to go through and cut its head off as it spins. We're going we're gonna to cut through it. We're gonna use our tumbling here, our good proficiencies here, and we're gonna go through and just call a shot its neck. Try right. to end this as fast as possible for our dying companion, the one who's supposed to map everything. 
that is right. necessary to us being successful. Well, there's one. no need to roll for initiative because everyone's waiting for this creature to go and it hasn't spotted any of you. So it's going to run up through here. Uh, and as it does, attack. you get your your attack because it's coming right through. I get surprise. Yep, you're going to get one for flank, uh, one for surprise, and has a penalty of three to its AC because it does not see you coming. Cool, and three I'm a genius. Of its from Dex. Whatever that is, 17. That's a hit. 10 damage. Excellent. And Sunny at the same laughs. time, the bard is going to tumble off the cliffs. Make me a tumbling check real quick. Um, all right. Should be it's just a quick tumbling cool, cool, cool. check. I know, quick. Real no problem. Oh, it's not a problem okay. at all. And, uh, and I'm called shotting its neck. I'll take the minus four. I'm going for yep. like hardcore at its neck. Yep. Well, you take the minus four. You're getting, I think, a plus two for back plus attack, six, essentially, six, and a plus one for high ground. Minus um, three AC. Yeah. So it's just, with your plus one for my bardic expiration. Right. So uh, those all neutral out, and it's a regular attack against AC eleven. Oh, <laughs> oh no! It's a tumble but it's a miss. The creature is faster than you expected. So you land right where its neck was when it's already gone and closing I get with the man. Reaction? The spear. You um, left my combat range? Yes. You're going to get your uh, opportunity attack. 20, yeah. Huge crit. Which is a crit. Good. 10 damage. And we'll do 10 damage right before Woodsman Bill can set his spear to receive charge and Shoot. impale the creature. Yep dies <laughs> well you got all oh six right no we didn't <laughs> we got oh. four i think we got five now four five <laughs> did one get deleted off the map how many were I there i think two got deleted off the map i'm pretty sure i got five but it doesn't matter uh yeah because there was one here so maybe that's four maybe that's five Who knows? oh yeah there was one here that got deleted there's four bodies. I think there was already... I'm pretty sure we got five. Okay. I'm almost certain. There's four bodies. No, we got four. Well, there's five bodies. Yeah. <laughs> there's five bodies, but four of them belong to monsters. <laughs> uh, well, we're going to take we a should, pause uh... right here in the middle of this situation, deep in the woods, in the jungle, with one of the party members bleeding. Well, no longer bleeding, but Not unconscious, me. badly wounded. Another party member at like one third HP, another at three fifths, actually two more at three fifths. Um, first foray into the jungle, a little bit dangerous. See you on the other side. Flip side. All this came Rise of Dracus. Caps. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rise of Drakus. So, one down, two, one person at less than half, two people just barely above half, and still two more of these creatures out there. Now, maybe they're right around the corner. Maybe they're pretty far ahead. Maybe they're not going to hear you at all. What? We need to well, keep going forward, but quietly this time. I think I can carry him. Do you, if you think you can carry him, do I need to send some bait out in front of us? And then uh, we'll go from there? Oh, didn't you say that you could you could pull out a 
Something out of yeah, your I hat? Could, he yeah, could pull, pull an ass out of his out of my ass. I could pull an ass out of my ass if necessary. Pull your ass uh, out and we'll put him on and we'll go. Ah, uh, that sounds good to go. Sounds good to go. Alright. Uh, real quick, Neil. I'd like to... I can't recover any arrows that I missed, right? Shot three uh, times. Yeah, definitely not twice. in the jungle. Cool. I'm going to try and recover the arrow from the one that I hit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just um, a D2. 50-50 shot, yep. One you fail, two you succeed. Uh, two succeed, all right. <laughs> it's that sort of day. Mm -hmm. It's that sort of day. Yeah. All right. I will put uh, Daniel on top of the ass. Mm -hmm. That you yep. that has been summoned out of, of thin air. Yes. It's been summoned out of his ass. And it has a saddle. That's amazing. The fuck? Huh? We could tie him to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've got a... Well, they're real stable here. Right? They've got a good footing. Perfect jungle. Yeah. Mountains. Exactly. Good. That's, that's why we have it. That's why it's here. All right, if you see any of them, you let me Make take sure. the hits. Stay behind me. Nope. You, lead the, lead the horse. Lead the horse? The ass. Gonna... The ass. The ass. It's an ass. I'm going to... Pick my bow and, back up, Neil. Yeah, I was about to say. And you, hold your bow. Well, I always We're going to head bow. through the jungle stealthily. I'm going to be using my perception, Neil, as well mm -hmm. as I think the ranger. Keep an eye out. Yep. I'll have an arrow knocked, but obviously I'm not going to be able to hold it for the whole time. Right, but you can. You don't sure have to draw. Move. You're just like ready to knock it. Yeah. Someone will have to lead or, the horse, the the donkey, though. Not like that. Not drawing. I got the, it. Uh, it's my mount. I'll care. I'll, I'll make sure he's headed in the right direction. Oh, so you weren't just going to leave him behind? No. No, we, we have an ass on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> he's making an ass of himself. Uh, do you want me to move my character, Quibo? Uh, I'm just gonna move us until we get to a spot. Would you roll me a D10, Lucas? Roll high. Roll above high a low? three. Roll above a three, no matter what you do. <laughs> I think we're ambushed. Bad, That's I a think surprise that's check. Uh... That's a surprise check. We're ambushed. That was wrong answer when told. Uh, I don't know if it matters, but my reaction adjust is two. Yeah. Does that matter? Does that change the, that change the ambush <laughs> check? Know. I have 14 charisma, so. Oh, your charisma reaction adjust? Well, you yeah. changed the stats. That's what right? I have. Okay, well, there's... Oh, my surprise adjust, that's different, yeah. 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 Zero. Surprise adjust Zero. is based off perception, yeah, yeah. When do you need to get a surprise adjust? Like, when did you actually go up? Uh, what? Let's see. Probably, like, 15 or 16. Yeah, it's... it's, it's not 14. 16. No, it's 16. 16. One six. That's that crazy. Okay. What's uh, the dump set? So it is yeah. going to be when the party, when you're coming to creep around this corner, um, is when when the fun begins. When the fun begins. Mm -hmm. Can you're we not say that we're mechanically surprised where they get a free round? Because oh no, we're no, you're not surprised. Okay. Yeah, uh, but they are going to be the ones who spot you first. Because you you're ready, like you're expecting yeah um, some sort of situation of tussle, right? 
And so the problem with this is that when this creature spots you first is you know it when it lets out a shrill sound. A sound that this creature probably makes like it's got this weird beat nose. And it sounds like this noise is rattling around in this like bony protrusion. And it has this really piercing cry that you can easily hear over a, a good distance, which means the one is letting the other know that there's something There's only two here. left, so that's fine. Yeah. Um, but we're going to roll he initiative. Oh, I see him. He's right above you. Huge. Oh, my Huge. God. Huge. Oh, my God. <laughs> One more. Everything happens all at once. Hank's initiative? Yep. We're just, uh, we're channeling right now. You want 13. What are you doing, Hank? 13. 13. What, what action are you taking? Yes. Oh. Great. Oh, Hank. Well, look together. Together, the two of you, Hank and Daniel, make a 13. Um, <laughs> so Hank you hear this cry and you can see like a shiver runs through Sunny and a shiver runs through Bill and their hairs begin to stand up and as that's happening you're already moving but I don't know where you're moving to or what you're doing we're moving up the hill and we're going round two baby we're readying you're our leaving, action to you're run leaving off the, the cliff donkey, correct? yeah I'm going to leave the donkey right there it's going to ground tie because it's a magical mount and it'll do exactly what it needs to do Nice. no problems whatsoever yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to climb up the mountain and we're going to wait for it to come after Sunny it's the plan and then Excellent. we're going to run off the cliff this time and we're going to chop its head off this time Yeesh. it's going to go better than last time Excellent. Um, just give me that you know, you're trying to scramble up this cliff real quick it's still sort of an in, uh, decline for your position so you've got the, the same 85% chance as before okay. not a problem you scale the cliff easy peasy um, and then the Ravager, shrieking, snorting, running in this direction as the two of you are all moving into appropriate positions and Hank is running to the ledge. And I think as this creature is arriving and connecting with Sunny, um, we're going to get a bow, we're going to get Sunny's attack, we're going to get Hank's attack, and we're going to get the two Ravager attacks all <laughs> All coalescing in one moment of gore and pain and blood. It's a beautiful moment. Four damage. <laughs> oh, hanky boy. Saving throw versus death. <laughs> uh, well, first off, give me your tumbling check here. Oh, okay, well, okay, he's fine. He's fine. Um, we just miss. I think we just misjudge it, and we just go right behind it. Just yeah, it's completely fast. missing it's it. It's so fast. Yeah. Oops, you jump to this. Uh, and jump to the other side. And Bill, would you put an arrow in it for me? Yep. Hit it in its oh, fucking dome. It's a ten. Nope. It's gonna be a miss. Yeah. Uh, the the bard bonus has worn off at this point. Yep, yeah, that uh, is not included. Right, but you did hit for four, right, Sonny? Yep. All right. Uh, also, we're gonna get you... to see Nick today. <laughs> where are these? Where <laughs> are these guys? <laughs> uh, this other one will do its hundred and twenty foot down from above. 
that also rolled a 13, the two Ravagers. Huge. We, oh, yeah, we did uh, miss it. Yes, two and the, the one Ravager right here is going to make its two attacks against you, Sonny. With the first scythe slashing out with the 13. Miss. The second one with the Miss. six. Natural one. All right. Um, no one has any further attacks at the... Um, uh, no, saving throw versus death. Well, we didn't make Hank roll a saving throw versus death. We, we weren't we doing saves on natural ones. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to... Uh, don't I get two attacks? Wanna, yeah, you get your second attack here. Okay. Uh, that, that's a clean enough line shot, yeah? Absolutely. Sure. 15 will do hey. three points of damage. The Ravager snorts. It cries out. Um, and we're going to roll initiative again. Goodbye. <laughs> to Will. God damn it. Goodbye. Oh, Hank. You ended up on the wrong side of the tracks, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, we did yeah. our best. Ravager comes for you. You can turn to face Show me it. the 20s. The claws come out. The first one is a, a plunge in your direction, natural one. The second natural. one is a scythe coming from overhead. Critical hit. <laughs> uh, for eight plus on. one d6, two. Uh, you go down to negative one. Sunny. Does the mount disappear? Jungle. No, I don't think so. Mount is independent of the caster. 22 is a hit for Four minimum damage. damage. <gasps> Bill? Yep. Uh, I'm going Bill? to, again, place my bow down because I only have 15 arrows left. Not mm. trying to spend them all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll right. come up here and start uh, stabbing with the spear. Uh, yeah, you'll have to wait until next round to get your spear attack, though, because this is the... Oh, no, this is the oh, okay. same round. Never mind. No, no, no. This is your first attack on this round. I thought you had made... Yeah. I was full of shit. Nope. No. Uh, that's a perfect hit. Yeah. Five points of damage. And... Dead. Perfect. Backhand? And then my... Yep. Oh, fuck. Thank that's you. the wrong one. Oh. You can uh, take the roll. Take the roll. Roll. Reroll the, the damage. Roll. Yep. Perfect. You will yeah. drop another Ravager to the ground. The remaining... There, Ravager Sonny didn't kill them all. Oh my goodness. The party. <laughs> we roll Passes. in. It's gonna... Fine. Um, yeah, let's roll in for initiative. Natural one. This Ravager, okay. Um, Daniel's still a three. Sunny, you get to go next before the Ravager Run makes behind his move. Him. Mm-hmm. Gonna hit him with an attack. It's a crit. Crit. Because you crit on 16s. 11. Nice. 11 points of damage brings it, oof, not quite to half, but very near. Uh, the Ravager will face you and make its first pair of attacks. A 17 and a 20 for a total of 16 damage, bringing you to five hit points when Bill. All right. I'll uh, come in by coming back here and uh, start uh, swinging at him. Right. Plus two for back attack. 
Doesn't so get dexed for back attacks. Uh, 14 will Good. hit. Good. 11 AC. Six points of damage. Six damage. And then a spear butt. Will hit for uh, another excellent. four. 17. That's um, about all I can do. Well, I'd say that I'm pretty sure I had a second attack last round. So I would have walked up. I would have hit him. Well, you only made one attack last round, so you get two attacks this round. That's fine, yeah. Here's my second attack, then. Yep. Uh, That is a one. Flanking. Podsong. facing you. Wait, I'm, do you not get it when you're adjacent? Oh, no, that's a fifth edition. When there's an ally roll. behind? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's so the way he does it, it's like on the, instead on of the like sides. giving you the advantage, it's like on the sides or the back, it just has different AC. Uh, high he still master. has bard. I don't no, have bard. The, the bard's uh, worn off. Yeah. Sorry. And the bard's rounds. dead. Well, yeah. that doesn't mean you're not inspired by them. <laughs> the arming sword comes up. The creature turns the blade aside with its natural scythe claws, lets out a cry, and jabs a scythe into your body. The natural Brand. 20. And you will fall unconscious. Uh, you're at <sighs> minus five. It will turn the last member of the party and make its last attack, which is a miss. And... It's just the Ravager and Woodsman Bill. Initiative, please. <laughs> I hope he's fucking with you. Honestly, I do. Woodsman Bill. The Ravager uh, goes first. It brings a scythe against you. <laughs> it's another crit for eight and four. It's so 12 Wait, points of damage. Did you get last round? Or not? He's not an expertise. Uh, sorry. No. I'm just a ranger. Um, you take second 12. Attack. It's second attack comes through. It's a miss. It's a miss. Woodsman Bill, you're at 12 hit points. Your party's beginning to bleed to death. What are you going to do? Oh, the only thing I can, I'm going to fucking go ape shit on this guy. Get his ass. You will Rip. critical it. And it will die. That's uh, just another 2d4, yeah. Yeah, that's 11 points of damage. You go all the way through it, pick it up, like and I said, chuck it. I'm going fucking ape shit on this thing. Mm hmm. But now two of your party members are bleeding. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I'm <laughs> going to bandage them up as best I can. Right. So our party. Um, is the donkey. Yep, is the, the donkey still there? The donkey's still here. Perfect. Uh, huge. <laughs> she just tosses it on the bag and fucking Woodsman Bill, you're alone in a foreign jungle filled with carnivorous plants and strange fucking creatures who get four attacks per round at D6 plus three damage each and have like 24 HP and 14 AC. Um, mm -hmm. And you're a day and change away from town. You've got three bodies and this mount is only going to last for so much longer. What are you going to do? Eight hours. I don't know how long it's going to last. Yeah. I know it's magic, and the bard literally pulled it out of his ass. Yeah. So, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, we heard about the terrain. Like, what? So, we walked through some bamboo woods and then through the jungles. They're like any noticeable difference in how dangerous it was or is it just like oh it's just a different flavor 
Um, you didn't run into any monsters in the bamboo, and before you, you know, you can actually almost see it from here that there's bamboo that you're going to be running into pretty soon. We did it. Um, you haven't run into any creatures in the bamboo. Orcs come out of the bamboo to just... attack the, the halfling village. Um, that's all you really know. It's pretty unexplored. Yeah. You, you don't have a lot of information. That's fine. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to load up all the party members on the donkey. Uh-huh. Just <laughs> one after another. Like, I'll... Yep, they're just gonna lay over the donkey like that. Ass full of men. Like I, yep, it is. And a woman. No, yeah, there you go. Uh, and I'm gonna make way for the bamboo, because I know that if I get there, the terrain seems more manageable, and I'll be able to set up like a little camp there. And get stuff going. Mm-hmm. Do you have a healing proficiency? I can make a damn good fire. Okay. That's a no. No. <laughs> you can bring the party into the bamboo yep. woods. You're following and you know, your your guides, which are the mountains where you can see them through the jungle, um, yep. sort of the the valley floor bamboo area is easier to walk through. The tall, tall stalks that go well overhead and have huge bushy fronds sort of blot out the sky. It begins to rain. It comes down at first a little gentle, but soon it's fairly torrential. You're in the bamboo. Yep. All right. First things first. I'm not going to be able to start a fire without any kindling. Do I have my shit ass on? <laughs> I can't remember. Oh yeah, I've got a tinderbox on me. Um, Alright, so that's good. So I'm going to need to start with building a shelter. I can do that, like make the shittiest shelter you can. Cut down some bamboo stalks and like I said, just cut them into probably about five to six foot lengths overlap them alternating like that mm-hmm. just make a real quick lean to and then make a fire in there get my friendos under there uh, once that's built and that's what i'm going to be spending the rest of my night doing is making the shelter and then once i have the shelter and don't have rain actively on a fire spot getting a fire going roll me a d10 here we go boys it's nice knowing you You've got the shelter. You've got the fire going. You head out to collect some more wood for the fire, right? You get the shelter, you get the fire, it's going nice and good, but at a certain point you need a little more fuel. Um, and so you step out from the shelter, and you see some good stuff, just a, a little, you know, a few feet from camp. Um, and it's, it's storming. Rain is loud. You know, the jungle is still chirping and creaking full of creatures. You must have... Oh, you've got a big-ass bowie knife on you, right? So you're mm-hmm. you're pulling apart some good old bamboo or wood. And as you bring the bundle in your arms and you head back 
to the lean-to. The light of the fire exposes the silhouette of a creature that is hunched over bodies, friends. Um, you never picked me? your hated creature, did you? Your, your favorite enemy. No, I didn't. It probably doesn't even exist here, whatever it is, but what is it? Um, I mean, one of the things I didn't put a lot of thought into was where, where Bill lived. I figured it would either be like, <laughs> I figured it'd either be something that was like a, a common menace or like goblins or orcs or something. Hmm. So, yeah, well, either um, like a common monster or a goblin or an orc. Orcs, Probably goblins, orcs. gnolls, hobgoblins, giants, ogres. Um, mm. It could be edder caps if you live in a certain part of the area, or even giant spiders, because nope. there's a section nope. of spiders and edder caps now. Nope, nope, orcs, nope. you say? Uh, orcs. Yeah, orcs. Orcs sounds orcs. great. Okay. Good. Um, give me a perception check. As you see sure. this creature silhouetted against the fire through the jungle and the rain. Oh, you nail it. You know, even though you're only getting a silhouette of this creature, you can spot a mostly naked goblin any day of the week. And that's what this is. This this goblin, it's got just, just like a little loincloth round. Um, and it's got a, a big old stick in one hand. The other hand is free and it's like hunched over one of your people. You've got a bundle of wood in your arms and your bowie knife is tucked into your belt because you you know, you picked up the whole bundle of your arms. If you drop sure. the bundle to draw the knife, I mean, it's loud. Maybe it wouldn't hear it. Who knows? What are you going to do? How far away am I from it? 20 feet. Right there. Well, I'm going to run and drop all of the wood on top of the goblin and start fucking wrestling with him. The goblin's going to get a surprise check with a penalty. 1d10 uh, minus probably 2 for the noise and everything. Oh, but it kills its surprise check. It hears you coming, and, like your foot splashing in one of the recently developed little creeks in front of you. Um, and the goblin will And then turn it gets a pile of wood chucked at it. As you throw the wood, um, and you will interrupt the goblin's spellcasting. The last thing you see before the pile of chopped bamboo collides with the goblin's face is a soft blue light around the goblin's hand. Um, go ahead and roll me a d20 for throwing logs on a goblin. Oh, it's peeling us, wasn't it? Oh, it's a great shot! Yep. Yeah! You toss your sticks, your bamboo sticks, all over the goblin. It hits it in the face. Um, please roll me initiative versus the goblin. Perfect. I don't know anything about magic. Yeah, I've yeah. probably never been magically healed. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I, I don't blame you, man. You, I, it was a goblin. Yeah. It's a goblin. 
David Bowie knife. It rolls a five. You roll a five. The goblin reaches up from the ground, pointing a hand in your direction, shouting um, a command spell at you at the same time as you plunge your bowie knife onto the goblin. You get a, I think it's a plus four because the goblin's essentially prone in this moment. Um, go ahead and make your attack a plus four. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's a, a 21. 25. The Bowie knife slams into the goblin's body as the goblin shouts out at you in the common tongue, uh, shouting, Coward! Uh, wrong button I clicked here. And by common, you mean the, the Bravo common tongue. Right, yeah. the, the tongue that Profonium. you know. Um, hiding. I need you to make me a saving throw versus spell. Well. It's not nope. a success. Um, you are forced to cower, even though you, you do three points of damage to the goblin. Or goblin. Excellent. The goblin's at uh, about 70% HP right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're gonna have to spend the next round cowering as the, the goblin gets up, uh, you know, puts a hand over its shoulder, grabs a, a sh- little shield off of the ground. It had a stick and a shield and it kind of like holds the, the shield to its body, and grabs the stick and you know, saunters off into the woods. Splashing as he You spend the round reeling and by the time you can act again. It's gone into the jungle and into the rain. Great. Yeah. Fan fucking tastic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can make a fire and pony up with your yep. friends. Yep. And then probably the next day, what I'll spend my time doing is just making the shelter bigger so we aren't just like fucking logs in there. Um, make it bigger, start collecting what rainwater I can. Yeah, lots of rainwater. Um, the monsoon lasts for maybe a couple of hours before it abruptly ends. Sun almost comes out, does heat up. It's nice and humid here. As you look over the three bodies of your wounded friends, your only friends in the whole world at this point, might as well be. Should we roll a healing check? Uh, there's no... Oh, you mean the, yeah, the D10. That's what I wanted to look up the specifics on how it goes. Each of you wounded people is going to roll me a D10, and you want to roll above your negative value. Uh, so take the absolute Flat value D10. of your HP, and you want to roll that or higher on a D10. Uh, one is a bad roll. Don't do that, Hank. Seven's a great roll, Sonny. And All right, it, here we go. It's the only thing that was less. Six. Okay, good. Good. So, so I go those, to minus six. Uh, I want to make sure it's one HP. Mm-hmm. It might be. Put the article up here. Yeah. 
Ah, yes. Each day you begin with negative, roll a d10, compare, blah, blah, blah. If the die roll... You recover hit points normally for a day of bed rest. Uh, and since there's no... It'll just be one HP for each of them that passed. Right. And those of you who failed will... You lose 1d4 hit points. Fuck. Yeah. Roll me a d4, Hank. So this is going to be the four, right? That's how this goes? Mm. Just... Okay. Right of a minus three. Bill, you got a long day ahead of you here in the jungle. You know there's goblins Joke. around and that they know where you are. Or at least there's a goblin around. Maybe... Maybe the three damage is enough to make it run away, but you also know it's a spell-casting goblin, something um, that is extremely rare in your neck of the woods. Yeah, but it did shout at me a word I understood. Mm-hmm. And that's not good. Mm-hmm. I, but that also means I can ask questions. So... I'll split my time doing a few things today. Expanding the shelter so that way we aren't just, you know, sardines in a can. And then also starting to set up traps or just like set snares basically to try and catch anything around the camp. Well, like just basic stuff. Woodsy Bill, your skills, survival hunting, fire building, direction, sense cooking, tracking. Excellent. Uh, well, let's start by making me a survival check and a tracking check and sure. a hunting check. Just all down the line. All right. Survival first. Mm -hmm. Ooh, good. Tracking. Nice. 24, Ooh. 27. And then 29. These are excellent. Um, you can get plenty of water. You can get plenty of food. You can squeeze, you know, sweet fruits into the mouths of your friends so they're still getting sustenance and they're not just, like, starving and they're not yeah. just dehydrating. You can dig a little uh, trench around the outside of your camp so that it won't flood when it rains too badly. You can gather some vines and set up some sort of, like, rudimentary... Something walks across here and hits the vine, it'll drop a rock and it'll make some noise. Um, and while you're doing this, you will come across tracks. You will come across tracks... Uh, roll me a uh, 2d100. Sure. You're going to come across tracks of Bigfoot. Just, just a Bigfoot. Yeah. Really big, fat human tracks, like Yeti tracks or Sasquatch tracks. Um... And you're going to come across little goblin tracks. And you're going to come across the tracks of some enormous cow-like creature. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's a buffalo or a bison. It's some sort of creature that you're not familiar with, but it's like a four-legged... It's actually, you know what? It's not even hooved. It's got toes. What the fuck is this giant four-legged... Maybe it's a giant sloth? Um, yeah but you're coming across three sets of creatures, including Goblin. What are you going to do? I'm going to need a bigger boat. 
Um, yeah, so that just... I can't do too much with that because I'm not yet ready to leave everyone on their own. But you're also looking at him like two of them are getting better. Hey, Daniel is doing pretty good here. But you're looking at Hank he's doing. and like Hank's wound isn't doing so well. When you check on it, like you notice that flies have been like laying eggs in his chest wound. And like, that's not a good sign. It's getting kind of purple, you know? No, but the, the, ma the maggots will eat the dead stuff, right? That's how that works, right? Yeah, that's, that's it. But like that purple spreading thing, like the veins shouldn't be visible as like purple lines no, on the no, body. No, they shouldn't. That's not good. You know, I bet if I could find some of those uh, jalapenos you kept talking about, that might make me feel better. Oh, man. You could just burn oh, the, the, the sickness right out of yeah. it. Yeah. But, uh, unfortunately, I don't have any. I don't know where to get them. So I'm going to keep a tight tether around the camp. Just not walk off too far if I can help it. I'm not going to be able to do anything about those tracks. Like, from what I saw, the that goblin was pretty hostile. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously it, it ran away because it was afraid I'd kill it. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. But it also did just run away, which is very much not like a goblin back home. And its Especially magic if it against you was non-offensive. It didn't command you yeah. to die. It didn't command you to flee. It it said what again? Coward. Power. That's a well. It's a little intimidating, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, so you're gonna so... hold tight. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna hold tight. As and I then do it's... I gain any HP? But. I assume uh, yeah. not because I've been busy. You gain one HP. Or You're just moving some firewood one. around. You're, you can take it kind of easy. Perfect. Okay. Uh, if Perfect. I see this right, Sonny's at minus four, Daniel's at minus two, and Hank is at minus six. No, Sonny's at minus six. Sorry. Sonny's at minus six. Did you gain an HP? Were you at uh, minus seven? Yeah, because I passed my... Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm going to get back up. Yeah, Sonny, I'm you're... more likely going to die than not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I can't do anything to affect that, can I? Not without a healing proficiency or some sort of magic. Oh, I tried to take first aid, but you said, no, we don't do it the raw way. Well, first aid has just been mixed from. Yeah, but I mean, you could have. I stabilized them entirely, no bleed out chance. Well. We just let them roll the dice, Bill? The first day, yes. I think the second day is, you know, I've I've had an entire day to like calm down and actually get a base set up, and I'm gonna start thinking about that. Like, why didn't the goblin attack me? Um, you know, do do a lot of the chores in the morning, so like get the water set up. Like, I've probably made like pots. Like out of bamboo sticks to hold fresh water that mm. I've collected off the roof. Um, mm -hmm. You know, like, it, it's my ultimate garage project, just like this water system that really all it does is 
it doesn't actually accomplish anything except make a really cool waterfall nice. into these buckets, but it looks yeah. nice. What um, do you do about these lives at hand? You're, you know, without, if you move quickly, you could get to Bastion for the end of the day. Because you were traveling with a group of four and you were going sort of slowly yeah. and you're a woodsman, you can travel faster than the, the whole group packed together. And if, especially yeah. if you don't, if you're not encumbered, you drop some gear. But to get to Bastion and get a healer and get back in a day is unlikely. Yeah. And it would also mean leaving the bodies behind. What if a creature found them and ate them? A goblin already found them once. Mm-hmm. I can go see if I can follow those tracks. Like, follow them for you know, 15 minutes, and then stop. Let's see what I see. You rolled a 27 on your tracking, and that was before applying modifiers for the dongle. Um, yep. There's a penalty for each hour or every 12 hours since the tracks are made, I think. There's a penalty for every 12 hours that was made, but you have a bonus of three for thick brush, vines, or reeds. And the, the jungle, there's definitely thick brush. Oh, yeah. So um, that's a modified 28. Yeah. That's good to me. Um, it doesn't take you too long to follow these tracks. They head in the direction of the Dwarf Mountains, which are pretty nearby. It looks like a 15, 20, maybe 25 minute walk, depending on how carefully you're going, will lead you along these tracks, um, which do include like moving through some low-lying brush that the goblin can sort of duck under, but you're gonna have to crawl under, um, all the way up to the base of the mountain where you can see maybe 15 feet up a cliff, uh, which is, you know, the little scrambly path that you could take without having to make any checks, there is a small cave. Looks like it's been chiseled out of the cliff by a, a diminutive creature. Um, there's <laughs> like a little large pile of debris down below the cliff. Someone must have been chiseling quite a large cave, judging by the cubic yards of debris down here. Damn. So they spent a long time. I'll, like, look back to where my friends are and slowly start climbing this wall. Um, as you get to the top of the wall, you will see a very healthy goblin step out. It has a, a shield in one hand. It has a stick in another. And it's got the shield, like, right in front of its face. And it's got the stick above its head. And it says to you, no! My home! No! Is it the same one? I Or is it holding the same stick that I saw the other I night? I mean, it's a stick and a shield. It was dark. It was raining. Sure, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Sure, it's a, it's a fucking goblin. No! It cries at you as you're climbing. 
You said this cliff is like 15 feet high? Yeah. I need help. You stab! It was dark. Couldn't see so well. Were you trying to hurt them? No! So why'd you cast this? No. I help! Not hurt! You hurt! You stab! You go away! What? We... I'm sorry. It's dark. And when you say I'm sorry, it's sussed. Dance softens. The shield comes down a little bit. The stick stays, but like, you know, the tip dips to the floor that you're standing on. It, it, it was dark. I, You're casting spells at them. Like, I didn't know what you were doing. You dumb? But... You see blue? You see blue? Blue is true. You not know? No, I don't. I... Blue is true. My magic is stick go far, right? What magic? Yeah, dub like that. <laughs> it, it is, a, it is good magic. That's my magic. I don't, I don't do that. The heck, the most magic I saw was earlier when one of them pulled a fucking donkey out of his ass. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's the face I made. But, but what do you? Blue is good. Blue that is sounds true. pretty. Lose truth. The the, I'll like take one hand off, or you know I'll just finish climbing up and just turn around, sit down, and think about what life choices I have made to be having a conversation about blue magic with a goblin. But uh, we're like we're attacked by these like crab platypus looking thing. Ravage. Yeah, yeah, I see. I see fight. Mm-hmm. Quite frankly. You dumb. None of us were You dumb. Prepared. Those things deadly. You dumb. Yeah. But we've got places to go. You nice now? And yes. It's just I I'm I'm sorry, but from from where I grew up, the others like you weren't so nice, and well, I, I thought you might have been like slitting their throats or something. Goblin blinks a few times. A stick? <laughs> it was dark. I can't see very well in the dark. Uh, okay. I help. Uh, thank you. Uh, the goblin will scamper on down head back to the party, uh, lay their hands, and cast a series of Cure Light Wounds on the party members, restoring everybody to one hit point. Uh, each of you, in turn, will uh. wake up into the goopy, large green eyes of the goblin. Uh, and as you're, you know, sort of coming to consciousness, the goblin will lick its thumb, like a big streak 
from your forehead down to your nose of goblin slobber. I, I can't lift them up. I'm sorry. Well, party. We're all I, alive. I asked the goblin. What are you doing? Uh, hi, I goblin. Help. I help. He's helping. He's helping. I wipe the slobber, I guess. Yep. It smells like goblin, which is disgusting. You know, um, you ever smelled like a really bad dog fart? Yeah. Yeah. Liquid form on your face. Mm. Well, I, I thought I, what happened? Did we did we win? All I remember yep. was a great flip. I did it perfectly, but that thing wasn't there when I landed. It was, it was at the over. back of the party, and That's I got all I remember. knocked out again. <sighs> I, I took what's, care of the last one. I hold out my hand to the goblin. Mata. Hi, Mata. Nice to meet you, Mata. Okay. Sunny, so get up. <clears throat> oh, have you, have you ever had a uh, yeah, quesadilla, Mata? What is what is quesadilla? I is quesadilla? I have it. I'll do it for you. And we'll bust out the pan and we'll uh begin making him quesadillas. Because the gobble the uh halflings didn't have bread by God, but they had corn. We made corn tortillas. And you and all my cheese is going into corn tortillas. Oh, the goblin anyway. will sit and have the only quesadilla ever had in its life. And as All the goblins eats, here, the tears of joy springing from its face, for it knows happiness for the time in its life. It never uh, knew it was probably unhappy. Probably the first quesadilla I've ever had. Mm -hmm. mm. It didn't mm -hmm. know it was unhappy, but now. Uh, what oh. kind of monsters are in this area? Are those the worst? Has to be the worst. There could be nothing yeah. worse than that. That has right? to be the strongest apex predator on the island. <laughs> They're very bad. I don't think so. Uh, but no, no, they 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 bad for small, but for big, uh, they small. <laughs> for big what? For big, they are what? small. Yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about this area? We're not from here. Mm, mm hmm. Mm hmm. The goblin will walk over to a piece of bamboo. This, this bamboo, uh huh. Oh uh -huh. yeah. It'll pick up. I've already rock. made great use of it. Picks up a rock. Uh, this, good, good bamboo. This is rock. Together, mm, uh -huh. mm. together, they make sound that please God. Mm -hmm. Oh wow. Mm. Are you the only name? one of your tribe? Goblin looks crestfallen. There used to be many. I am now one. You can be part of ours. You join us. You have more Castilla? Maybe. Uh, we have. We have much more. I I have full bag. It's what I bring here. This place brings joy through food. Make friends okay. through food. I have cave. We go live in cave. It's good. You have food. I have cave. We live happy forever. Long uh, life. We Five gonna... more year. We're going to travel around, and you're going to come with us. You're going to see the world. Uh, oh, where? Why? Are you? Are you? Are you? Do we have a map that we can For show you? you? 
Oh, uh, I can draw up a map. Yeah, you can you can do a, a rough sketch. And the goblin goes do one. across dead water. Don't go across dead water. Why not? You die in dead water. Explain. Wait, does, the, does the water make you dead? Dead water, dead. Just... Those that you you go in dead water, you die. That's why it's dead water. You try How and drink dead water, water you, you die. You go in dead water, die. Oh, salt water. You want yes. sleepy water? Sleepy water. I'll bust out a bottle of wine for this little goblin. The goblin will sniff Good it. Good water. Ooh. Jungle juice. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Doug, yeah. love jungle like juice. Like this. Hmm? Ah, here, here you go. And I'll give him one of them. Yep. The goblin will plop down, take the bottle in both hands, uh, shift, put the shield under its butt a little bit so it's sitting on something a little more comfortable than you know, pointed rock. And to take the bottle in both hands and take a nice long swig. Blood out a belch. And go, oh, Dub loves stick rock and jungle juice. Yeah. Yeah. Dub. I Lord understand. Dub? Dub, Dub is God. Is Mata. Uh, uh, Praise God. Dub. Praise Dub. Uh, Dub heal you. Praise Dub. Mm. Yeah. Praise Dub. Can you explain Dub to me? Mm, dub give magic. Oh. Dub heal. Dub make sound. Dub make music. Dub make dance. Dub make sky and rock and rain. Hmm? What's the dub dance? A goblin will get up and they'll start dancing around. Oh, that's a, the dub's. Got it. Wow, very cool. I'll whisper to Hank. Hank, you need to convince this goblin to come with us. I don't disagree at all. What do you think I'm doing? Get to it. It's, it's not bard. about speed. Hey, it's not about speed, okay? Smooth is slow, slow is fast. Be calm. You're like, okay. So, uh, if I make you food, you you come with us outside of cave? Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, you you have cases, right? Casey, case, uh, case still. Quesadillas, yeah. And Quesadillas. supposedly there is some uh, good, there's good peppers here. Spicy, make good, uh, make quesadilla better. Even better. Oh, spicy fruit. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. spicy, we spicy have to find fruit. spicy fruit. Yeah, what? yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Spice. We find some of that, yeah, we make, we make better. Even okay. better. Okay. You're telling me fruit's hot? Spicy nice. fruit. They like fruit. It's more long, and they call different things. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't you're, you're, matter you're what you call leg. it. You're, you're pulling my leg here. I bet Dub can find us some. He comes okay. with us. He finds us some. I'll make you better one. Look, we still have some tomatoes we took from the uh, halflings. We still have some onions we took from the halflings. We make it good. Real good. Dub, give you more healing? Oh... Uh... I asked the Holy. goblin. Dub? Dub give Dub help me heal. Yes. You have more? Every day. 
praise dub. Praise dub. He's praise quite... dub. Praise dub. He praise brought dub. us to you. Oh. Best of the dub. You see sign? Tell me sign you see. I nod. Oh, in the sky. I point. Did you see that one too? Oh. I heard the noise of the bamboo and the rocks hitting the bamboo. Yeah. Yeah. That dub sign. Well. Well, my friend here is one of Dub's greatest musicians. Why don't you show him? <laughs> you I music. play you some he good looks songs. At you with huge saucer-like eyes. Oh. <gasps> we make good music here. We make good music. But very tired. It was. It's been rough. You know. Oh. Oh yeah. No. 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 Please. Tomorrow we make great music all day. Mm. Rest good. I know how to do you, it. You hurt. Rest Need good. rest. Else, um, yeah, yeah. No dub, dub like dance. Dub like, uh, dub, dub like sleep. Dub love yeah. sleep. That's good. I understand. Sleep good. Sleep not always often. Uh, dub, you, me, dub, dub. We make good song tomorrow. Dub, you, dub. you do something you never done before tomorrow. Good time. Real good time. Promise. Dub, dub like kiss. We make second quesadilla. I understand. We make second quesadilla. We, we bust out another spray. one for dub. Yeah. Well, we took... I mean, not, not today, but soon, one day, at this rate, the goblin's going to eat your 10 pounds of cheese that you packed with you. Now, I noticed you brought your 10 pounds of cheese in two different cheeses, but you didn't label them. What What are these two cheeses you brought? Oh, Neil, you're behind the boat, sir. Oh, did it, did it get updated? <laughs> oh, yeah, we've got provolone, oh, oh. cheddar, and gouda. Oh my. What type of quesadillas are these? Well, we're right now we did them a, a cheddar and gouda about 50-50 mix. And then we're going to work, work work down the line. You know, we can kind of mix and match as we go through. But, you know. And I put bread because I assumed we had uh, bread here. But if it's uh, tortillas, it's tortillas. Uh, the goblin has a grub score of 10. Mm. Okay. Mm. Um, mm. But everyone has advantage on quesadilla checks uh yeah of course obviously yeah of course. Course. and taco checks obviously mm. yeah oh yeah obviously uh i'm gonna have to order some now for yeah. lunch yeah <laughs> yeah we just i think go to dub's cave or what's their name again mata. uh mata wub mata 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 dub is the god mata is the goblin we go to mata's cave and i think chill for a day and regain another hit point um you can regain three hit points because Mata is a proficient healer and herbalist um, oh. and will tend to your wounds as long as you keep feeding him quesadillas. And... This motherfucker's coming with us. I'll tell you that. <laughs> figure it out. I'm totally down for gaining that three HP. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where is my Go... The next day, Mata will drop a heal on the three of you most injured. Well, we're equal at the moment. That's true. Yeah. The three of you are all four. out. Yeah. Four. Well, I mean, the fire, fire has got more to recover. Okay, so this goes well, to Daniel. 
You get four. This goes Thank to you. Sunny. You get six. This goes to Hank. You get two. <laughs> Sorry, Hank. Thank you. Uh, it's okay. Oh, praise Dub. He gave you more healing. Oh, my goodness. Praise uh, Dub. Woba Dub Dub. Yeah, and you would add three on top of all of that for your, your night's rest with healing and herbalism, so you should be at... And then you had one from before, so you should be at eight, ten, and yeah. six. I yes, sir. <laughs> may we, uh, may we play you a song, Mata? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. We're gonna use our, uh, let's see, our instrument, whatever usage, and we're gonna tell them a cool story about how dub is the best. All right. We're gonna play our lyre, and we're gonna clap some rocks, and we're gonna make a great song. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I've I've got to be the got to be on the drums. Alright. I'll do some percussion. You want to play your music and I'll tell the story? I've got... I think I'm going to do both. I want to okay. do both. <laughs> so he starts telling the story. No. I Leave it to the I'll bottom. Do, uh, I'll tell this out. I will use my acting proficiency to kind of like uh, hand puppet mm. act the story out. That's good. I'm, nice. I'm down with that. So you checks. tell me what you want, Neil. Making notes here. Okay. Uh, I would like a musical instrument check to improvise a song about dub because you've never prepared anything like this. You're you're winging it. So can we do Don't storytelling? Is that cool uh, enough? Well, we want musical instrument for the musical instrument, and then we want storytelling for the story that goes along with it. Yeah. Slow your. Uh, I don't have check. musical instrument already in there. Well, let's I think there's still both, it. both plus charisma though. That's why I was saying. Uh, Instrument. And and I think that's actually a dex-based ability. Let me see if there's any initial modifiers on. Hmm. 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 A uh, dex minus one. So go ahead and give me that musical instrument check and a storytelling check, sir. Oh boy. Oh my now, god. Oh, yeah. oh my god. This this is a great song. And this is a great um <laughs> so, uh, story to go with it. And Sonny's the over there. You know, doing the shadow puppets or the hand puppets. The story the... is so hard, so good, and the music is so great that it's actually hard to bring yeah, it down to this level. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. how can I tell such a complex story with just two of my hands? Right. That's why it falls flat. Oh, and um, I do believe that Bill was going to get in there with some percussion oh, yeah. rocks. Oh, on the percussion, yeah. Oh yeah, percussion rocks. <laughs> You're not proficient in musical. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> half you just said we need to bang rocks together. Like, okay, do yeah, I your, can do just that. Do half your decks plus uh, yeah, d20, d20 plus decks. eight minus one, d20 plus seven. You know what? It. it sounds like crap, but Dub loves the rocks. Right, the, yeah, not the, Mata loves, loves the rocks. Mata's into it um, because bamboo and rocks is apparently is Dub's thing. I don't know, uh, and so everyone else notices that you're like offbeat, and and like you break a rock every now and then, and, like you miss a couple of beats while you have to get a new rock. And Mata's just 
Pod is jamming along. Um, he understands the struggle of the rocks. He knows they break. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any good drummer is going to break uh, an instrument from time to time. It just it happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Daniel. They have multiple sticks for a reason. Mm-hmm. You just chilling yeah. and observing, Daniel? Uh, I'm like reorientating myself, updating my map. Ah, right, because now you're actually above a little bit of the forest and canopy. Yeah, and you've exactly. got new mountains in sight. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and also I feel like I'm going to be a detriment if I try to do any charisma base. Mm, mm, mm. Right. Well, at the end of all of this, our party is at uh, still not great HP. Mm. Yeah. And you've got, I mean, you're if, on the map. You're somewhere over here. You know, oh. you're, you're against these mountains and you've got mm. a long way to Ayu. So party, Wait. what's the plan? Are we going to rest up here? Are we going to go back to Bastion and rest up in like certain safety and comfort? Um, are we going to brave the jungles as is? I don't know what we're going to do yet, but we're going to take this fucking person with us. Mm-hmm. Take that's with. the only Mara. answer. And if I need to kidnap them, that, that's so <laughs> fucking weird. You're getting adopted whether you like it or not. <laughs> Look, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to summon a donkey for Mata. Mm-hmm. We're going to go, look, Mata, as long as you come with us, you can ride the donkey. Mm-hmm. It's got dub in its heart. Listen to the sound it makes as it walks. Oh. Hopefully that, that that lives deep within inside of his soul. He'll ride the donkey every day. I will spend a level one spell slot every day <laughs> to summon a donkey for Mata. Okay. We should stay here at least one more night and get another whole round of healing before we set out. If not, just stay here until we're full. Like honestly. Yeah, so a total of two. Like let's spend a few days HP. here. Let's spend a few days here. Chill with the goblin. Make sure their house is, you know, ready to be packed up. Be comfortable with them, and then we'll take them on their way. Okay. Uh, one more day of healing. Everyone can gain three HP for total bed rest. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll let you update your tokens yourselves. And then this HP goes to Hank. It's a seven. This goes to Sunny. It's a nine. And this goes to Daniel. It's an eight. Ooh, I'm at 20. That's huge. Yeah, you guys, you have more HP than me now. Huge. Okay. Uh, seven plus my other three. You, yeah, you, you still got, got ten three a day. day. You still got three yeah. today, right, Connor? Yeah, so yeah. I started off at 13. Well, start off at 12, got one, 13, got three, and then I got another Perfect. two. So I'm All up right. at 19. Okay. Um, Well, here is Mata. I've already rolled their hit points. 14 AC. Nice. They got a little shield. With the shield, it's 14. Um, And I guess Mata's an ally at this point, so I'm going to give them yellow HP. Um, I'll ask them, uh, what happened to your people? Oh, jungle worm. (gasps) Jungle worm? Is that Jungle a worm. scaly worm or rubbery worm? Oh, it has small a... worm. Big oh, worm. long worm. Scales, green spikes, flies off yeah. ground. Big Dragon. teeth. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's slugs okay. go past and it, it cut as it go. Uh huh. And then it bite. And it fly above ground. Yeah. Mm hmm. Oh, the the worm with the yeah. Y, the Y worm. What's Y? Why? What's why? As in, why the fuck are we here? Ah, well, that's for everybody to know. I did nothing wrong, so I don't know why. Well, you're I mean, here, listen, I did nothing wrong. Okay. Okay. Quesadilla. Quesadilla time. Yes, yes, you did do something wrong. You got fucking got. Yeah, but no, no, no problem, no problem. No, you got got. Uh, yeah. Is there uh, is there a better way to travel on this land so we don't die to the monsters? Well, you travel slow. Uh, uh, so you if travel we see a group slow, of monsters, we just put them. Well, I hide, and mm. that's how I live. Cave. I uh, cave. Cave. Very good. Small entrance. Small open. Yep. Yep. Real good. So if we see anything, we shouldn't attack it. We should just hide from it. Yeah. Mm. Well, I you're agree. very big, so yeah. You you hide very well, please. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, we go tomorrow morning then. We, tonight we celebrate. We do a ceremony of us all going off together as a new party. You're one of us mm -hmm. now, Mata. Welcome to the Dracissian army. <laughs> what? What? What Dracis? What army? Mm. I'll spend the day explaining about Dracis and tell her about the fine McGarry brothers and the one and only <laughs> Imric McGarry, the dragon slayer. Some said that he was the one who actually slain every dragon. He's the greatest wizard of all time, and he uh, worships Dub. And he's Dub's most loyal follower. Oh, yeah. And we I'll... have lots of greatest wizards yeah. of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have uh. lots. No, 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 no. But here's my storytelling proficiency, so she knows that he's actually the greatest wizard of all time. All right. Roll a ooh, one. Ooh, okay. 25. It's not bad. It's not bad, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, we have dragon. People here kill dragon, uh. too. We get lots oh. of green dragon. That was actually... Yeah, that was Emmer Gary. He came over and killed it. Really? Lots? He used sword? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he used spear? You have that many was his people? brother. Oh. It was his three brothers. Imric. Three brothers. Uh, Tyrael and Anton. Oh. But Imric is the most... He's the best. That's that's a weird name. Yes, very weird. Mm. Yes, it is. Don't what your name is? We'll teach you all for the first time in three days. <laughs> uh, my name's Sunny. I'm Dam. Sunny like sun? You call me Woodsy Bill. Dam like water? Yep, yep, sure. Hank. Woodsy... Hank? I, Hank could... What? He, Bada looks back to Woodsy Bill. Woody Bill? <laughs> yeah, Woodsy Bill. Long name. Or just Bill. Bill. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Bill, okay. Dam, Bill, Sun, and yeah. Hank. Yeah. Oh, it was good. You were, you're so smart. Yeah. Mm. Well, all right. Uh, we have a party. We do more quesadilla. 
Bring it on. Yep. Uh, I hope you're, you're knocking off cheese off your character sheet. Everyone gained three HP for another day of full bed rest as Mod prepares her poultices. Uh, how much HP for the quesadilla? Zero HP for the quesadillas. This is not Skyrim. No amount of cheese will heal you. Aww. I mean, unless you're... Nope. <laughs> yeah, we're knocking some off here. Don't worry. Um, the quesadillas heal the I don't know how many pounds of cheese mm. I need to burn every day, but I feel like I'm doing it appropriately. Okay. I trust you. I trust that you know how to make a quesadilla and you understand how much cheese goes into one because there's a right amount and there's too little and there's, there's too much. You know? I actually I don't agree. put much cheese in my quesadillas. You don't put well, the entire fucking block in the quesadilla? Absolutely, absolutely not. You, you need the appropriate tortilla to bread ratio. And that, or to, tortilla We're to going full ratio. Timmy Terry here, not shitting for a whole fucking year. Let's go. I love that Ooh. much cheese. Uh, does she, does she uh, give out HP? Uh, the next morning? In the form of magic? Yeah. yeah. Did everyone gain three from their day of bed rest? Well, I added one. Um, and then the last set of healings are gonna. <coughs> she looks across. Well, Meep. clearly Hank needs some because Hank's at the lowest yeah. percentage. Uh, Hank can get four. Then me, we... fighter, you should probably give me yeah. at least one more. If not <laughs> Bunny gets I this. actually agree with that. Thank you. And then I think the next one up is actually uh, Bill. Bill mm. will get two. <gasps> yep. Sounds yeah, about right. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's okay. I give the goblin a kiss. On their head. You're, uh, you're it, magical. You're wonderful. Well, her head and now your lips smell like wet dog fart. Because goblins are gross. Mm. Don't care. I'll give, uh, yeah, don't... I'll give you a con check to hold it in. Easy. Nice. Nice. Love nice. that goblin. Thank you, Mara. Of course. Our party Thank sets you. back come with out us. to the jungle. Oh, uh, more quesadilla? I come. Uh, no one go Ayu because uh, water die, but um, okay, sure. Yeah, we'll see. see. We can go around it. Yeah, yeah. We right. we make it happen. Don't you worry. So if we can't summon him a donkey, we'll so he doesn't even have to walk. He just mm. hangs out on the donkey and listens to Dub's glorious clop clop the whole way. <laughs> You've got six months to do all of this. It's taken a week to go 20 miles. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Not even twenty miles. Uh. So. Someone roll me a d one hundred. Uh, Daniel, you've been unconscious longest. Please roll me a d one hundred and roll high if you want to avoid conflict. Excellent. Okay. All good. Hank, d one hundred. Just roll well. Just, yeah. Roll yeah. Well. But you know, just sometimes. Roll well. well, thank you. Wait, I don't think that's D. Oh, I forgot the D. Yeah. All right, good. So that's fine. Um, Sunny. Excellent. Good. Bill. Fight incoming. Oh no! Going great. Now, I should have mentioned before we started doing these things, how would you like to travel? Because you can travel quickly, um, but it will increase encounter frequency. Uh, well, not encounter frequency, but you know, uh, more likely that enemies spot you first. 
where you can travel slowly and you will have a bonus to spotting other creatures. <laughs> or you can travel at normal rates and then it's kind of a crapshoot to see who sees who first. Um, so you want to go fast. <laughs> party's going fast. Fewer <laughs> checks if you go quickly, but you're in a worse situation for the encounters. Let's have a let's have a party vote here. How are we feeling? McDacky. Uh, Mapping-wise, either way works. As long as I, okay. you know, after the eight hours of travel, I get some chance to reorientate and update the map. All right, neutral, Connor. Let's go slow. I'm not trying to tr drag you guys back again. That was pretty rough. All right, Mooden. I think the faster that we go, um, the better it is. Because we're probably going to get an encounter anyways mm. along the way. So this will just equal less of them. It might be a little bit worse, but it's probably better. I was going medium. At least put it 50-50. All right, McTacky, it's your choice. Slow, medium, or fast? Let's do fast to IU anyway. See how it goes. Fast to IU, I think, right. is good. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so, we are going... All right, I'm going to need... Uh, I do think it's Daniel's turn again. Roll me a d100. No, it's Marta's turn. No, it's Daniel's turn. <laughs> no, it's Marta's turn. Okay. Roll it on the screen, though. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. You should have just rolled. I know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, I love Big Tacky, but his... He's cursed by the roll 20 at some point in his life. I don't know. What no, look at that. Somebody. Last time you rolled 6-4. Okay, what happened yeah. here? We rolled... Hold on. We rolled four encounter checks. How much HP are we getting back during those days? One. Uh, probably one. None from the wall. Actually, one for each of those days. So you should gain four from walking. Um, and then Healing? Mata will hand out HP at the end of each day because you might need spells in the beginning yeah. part. So we're going to do... Did everyone add four? I just did it. Yes. Perfect. Yep. Uh, we're going to start with Bill. Oh, wow. Daniel. Um, Tank. Oh, I think you're going to be at full. Yeah, yeah. You're all at full before the oh, full? counter hits. Yeah, definitely. There's no way that you're going to roll so poorly. Rest okay. of the time. Excellent. Um... And you know whose Let's turn it is to roll. roll on the encounter table to actually see what the encounter is? It's Daniel's turn. So that's what, what I would have rolled a six, guys, so I would have got a worse roll. Yeah, it would have been worse, yeah. All right, what, Daniel, D100 to determine what the six. encounter is. Six. 39. No, no, that 100 was oh. before you announced. I was just seeing what I would have got if I rolled a smarter. Oh, yeah, really? we would have found that worm. These the could be good encounters, too. Don't forget, lads. Yeah. It's an encounter. Oh, you've never played in this mean. place before, have you? <laughs> no, this place is shit. No. no. Emmerich should no. unironically fly over, throw a few fucking fireballs down, and let this place burn to the ground. It's too wet to burn. That's the problem. Yeah. It's a rainforest. Shit. A few. Get some Willy Pete going. <laughs> he should start in one corner with cloud kills and just work his way down. That's what yeah, brings Scoria, bring Scoria back. <laughs> He's got a gold dragon that's just as good. Actually true. Wait, hold on. <laughs> hmm. 
And I don't think Shine be against this purging this I one. I forgot about Shine. <gasps> can handle this. That's that's messed up. Hold on. Oh, Shine can breathe chlorine. Yeah, let's just go fucking full World War One on this. That's well. That's messed you're up. You're lucky with this encounter roll, actually, because you cannot be surprised by this encounter, because you can hear it coming. We hide. <laughs> yeah. You hear the sound, the most annoying sound in the whole wide world. Gnomes? Gnome? No, it's worse than that. It's mosquitoes. <gasps> oh. But it keeps getting louder Dirtiest. to the point that it's nearly deafening when you see a Is there four like water foot nearby? long mosquito appearing um, over the horizon while coming through the trees. I mean, there's water everywhere. It's a, it's a rainforest, right? There's water everywhere. Um, and the swarm of man-sized mosquitoes is 14 in size. Uh, yeah, I hide. Yeah. I also hide. If there's, like, a puddle nearby, I jump in the water? There... I say, Mata, you come with me. I slap the donkey on the ass to have it keep running, hopefully away from us, and I hide. Just see where exactly we are, because I think oh, we should have are... sent the donkey towards them. No, nah, we need uh, the heels. Away from us, wherever it is, it's not near us. That's all I want. You would ask we, if we there's want... water, and there is indeed. There's actually a river in front of you, um, and it's near okay, the well, river. Okay, well, that's the thing Mata said not to get in, I think. There's a river. No, it's and... a dead water. Uh, what does the river look like as I go to hide? Piranery? It's like... 24 on my perception check. Electric so need to hold my like breath. A couple hundred feet across. So it's kind of big. Um, and there's all sorts of like reeds and duckweed and all sorts of plants growing in it. Um, and in this part, because you are near the coast, it's moving a little bit slowly. Um, but it does come down out I get of the in mountains the water. where it moves. You get in the I water. I rolled a wisdom check. I would get in the water. The rest of you? So, Neil, what's going to be better here? Hide in shadows or just the hide check that they rolled? Uh, hide in shadows is going to be the most superior. If you get that, you're fucking you're good. No, that's dude. what I did. I did a hide in shadows as well. So pretty. Yeah, and you you have your okay. hide check, which you nailed, McTacky. Um, yeah, yeah. And, Bill, what's your hide in shadows check yeah, in the so natural I'm... environment? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I just rolled that. Is that what I wanted solid. to do? Um, you can still make no. a regular, just like I'm gonna hide in a bush, but it's not as good sure. as a hide in shadows check. Uh, it will be opposed by the enemy, so please make your. Um, D twenty plus what? Dex. Dex. No, that'll actually just be a perception check for the enemy to spot you. Then you're just okay. hiding as best as you can. And Bill, not Bill, uh, Hank. You said you're also just hiding as best as you can. No, you, you grabbed the I, donkey. I, I, no, I grabbed our goblin companion to protect him. I slapped the donkey on the ass to make the ass go away from me. And then I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to look at him and go, Mata, can you help me? Like, can we hide better? And I'm going to see what he says, because he's from here. 
So I'm gonna use my local guide to tell me how to hide. Uh, yeah, Mata will hit the deck and start rubbing dirt and mud all over himself. Um, yeah, I'm after it. I'm all about it. However, I'm there for it. The mule that you summon is this? This is a real mule, right? The mount spell that you cast. Yeah, you summon like a it's real. It's real until it if it gets killed, it disappears. Mm-hmm. Well, it dies, so, I think. The mosquitoes no, just straight just poofs. The mosquitoes will mm. swarm the mule, and proceed to, to to drink the mule to death, um, and then it disappears in a puff of smoke, and the mosquitoes will buzz on. But now we get to the river. Oh, wait a minute, hold on. Sonny, you jumped in the river. I probably didn't fine. jump in. I didn't soy dive in, but I ran into the river and probably like laid down on the bank. Yeah, in it's the water. Probably fine. Roll me D100, it's, it's probably, probably fine. fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's probably fine. It's fine. Okay, so we're so gonna we end we won that encounter. Our session here for the day. Um You've made a friend. You're most of the way to Ayu. You're, you're at that river right next to Ayu. Mm. Um, Bravo's dangerous. You know, the, those <laughs> yeah. ravagers were not anywhere near the most dangerous thing on the encounter table. And the giant mosquitoes were pretty low on the power level of the encounter table. And um, mm. they drank an ass to death in moments. So, so let's uh, go around and, and hear a little bit about what we we think of Bravo so far. And we'll we'll just start with Bill. What do we think of Bravo, Bill? You know, I started off having a a good time. You know, hanging out with the halflings for six months. I was a little disconcerted when I went into the woods and found you know, carnivorous plants, but I, I'd at least heard a story once from a crazy traveler back home. Didn't believe it. And now that I see these, like, oh. Oh, no. And then everybody else died. A goblin can cast spells. Mm-hmm. The mosquitoes are the size of a fucking donkey. Mm-hmm. And there's many of them. And we're just blindly sprinting through the woods. Mm-hmm. Where all of this stuff exists. Uh-huh. Like, I better be able to get away with fucking murder when I get back. <laughs> well, your son will. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh... Not feeling too good about this. I bet. I don't think the sprint through the woods is a winning strategy, but... The first roadblock has at least not killed us instantly. It just oh. killed us mostly instantly. Well, Sonny, Prompt. what about you? How do you feel about Bravo so far? I'm feeling good about this place. I am 
the greatest warrior ever to come here, obviously. Uh, it's kind of just on my teammates to pony up and do their half of it. Um, yeah, I think Sunny currently feels like she was given a raw deal, you know? Her kids are happy, but Imric, not Imric, Imric <laughs> wouldn't do that. Uh, <laughs> Sunny feels like the nation did not give her the best, you know? She was the daughter, the only daughter of the greatest fighter of all of Arcadia. And these are the group of clowns that she's with. The only one who seems half decent right now is Bill the Woody guy, who uh, smells a little funny. And she really likes the um, the new goblin. Uh, the goblin saved her life, and she is very grateful for them. Mm-hmm. What about you, Hank? How are you feeling about Bravo? So, uh, Hank is very concerned. Very concerned. You know, he, he talked with the, uh, the kingdom about, you know, this place might be kind of sketchy. We should maybe, like... I know y'all got a bunch of magical items from all these dragons y'all supposedly, supposedly been slaying and stuff, and yet here we are, you know, with uh, going through the middle of pretty much jungle hell. You know, not a good time. Not mm -hmm. a good time. Hank isn't a bad fighter. You know, he's done his scraps in his days. He's not real worthless, but uh, this is this is a new kind of place. It's not going well. We're uh, Hank's now new job is to protect a goblin, basically. <laughs> For the rest of uh, for the rest of his six months here, and when he gets back, I don't know what he's gonna do with him. He's probably gonna be hanging out with him. So Hank's gotta change his whole show when he gets back. Be like, hey, look, this is my new buddy. He's coming with me forever, and you know that's gonna kind of mess up his act a little. But it's okay. Mm -hmm. We're gonna make it through. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, thankfully we've got at least one fighter who can smack some things. You know. And uh, Hank's going to sit in the back from now on. He was trying to be, you know, we, we can do this. We've got a good job. And to the back. To mm. the back is where Hank's going. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. And last but not least, Daniel, how are we feeling about Bravo? Is it everything that you had hoped it would be? Does it remember, resemble your board game at all? No, because it's all jungle. Well, I had it back in the uh, pre-era for the breaking. But I'm just... My character weighs, is this worse than being in the dungeon? Is this mm. worse than life in the dungeon? A life sentence in the dungeon? And he's weighing that. Because <laughs> at least that's and, a lifetime in the dungeon, yeah, right? Yeah. But at least I'm, like, with people here. I was in isolation because I saw five documents. Mm -hmm. And another thing, there's, like, you know those annoying escort quests in video games? Mm -hmm. These people are just trying to escort me around the island to do survey work. I'm useless in combat. Mm. I've got no social skills. Oh. The best I can do is break into places. And that's not going to happen in um, primitive life here. Yeah. That's this is a thinks. tough situation for you then, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've just well. got to rely on these people to keep me alive to get the job done. Well... We will be back next week with the second episode of Rise of Drekus, Chapter 3. And haven't noticed, the theme of this campaign is not you know, the Empire good or bad or 
or how does the party reflect on the empire? The, the theme of this campaign is a lot closer to survival horror because we've only seen the most gentle creatures of the jungle so far. It's gonna get a lot worse before it gets better. Um, hold on. I would like XP. Didn't we stay yeah. like fucking three <laughs> yeah. or four days? Oh, we're not. You're not gonna get enough XP to level. We're we're gonna stick at this level um, through the whole thing. We're not even gonna bother with it. Oh my god! How are we gonna fucking do anything? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let's back up here for a second. These things are gonna murder you're us. Tell me I'm not episode. getting level six. Tell me in like ten episodes down the line. You're not not getting, tell me level. we're not getting twelve k XP throughout this whole thing. When you finish the campaign, worth? I'm sure you'll level, but uh, we're Ow. we're just gonna roll with it through here. Well then, Neil, my own curiosity has to know. I do expect you to keep a tally on how much XP we would have earned and tell us how sure. much we earned at the end. True. Or goddamn it, I'll drive also. down to Colorado and hit you myself. Oh, I'd love to see you again, Connor. It's been like yeah. almost a year. It's been two years? It's been almost two years. Year and a half. Year and a half, yeah. Uh, I, so yeah. I won't tell you, and I'll make you drive down, and then, you know, you can beat the shit out of me, and then we'll go get drinks at uh, Dark Horse. That'd be nice. Yeah. All right, well, that's that. All right, everybody. Yeah, it'd be a detour, but I can get through Texas. Yeah, it'll be cool. Well, I mean, the idea is drive north side of the country this time. Last time I did south side. Ooh. If it's south side, you can pick me up on the way. It'll be a good time. Well, I mean, I took a left on I 40. Yeah, I took a left on I 40 and went from LA all the way to Alabama and then took the back roads to South Carolina. That was pretty fun. Yeah. All right, everybody, we're out. We will catch you. Uh, and actually, next week, right before this, we'll have Rise of Drekus Chapter 2 premiering. And so it'll be Chapter 2 and then an hour break while I walk the dog and then Chapter 3 on Fridays from here. Isn't the later. cost of that? The cast Glad of to know that. Chapter 2 happens after Chapter 3. <laughs> Uh, the cast of Chapter 2 is going to be Fayama reprising the, the, the role of Elaine Pentelin from Chapter 1. We're also going to have Trump SC as the uh, good-natured wizard of the party. And we're going to have Peach as the, the halfling rogue of the party. My Ooh. wife. The wife, yes. Uh, who is a blended halfling of upstanding character and spirit, I think. Oh, good. Naturally. Mm, those are good people. They're great people. Anyway, catch you all.